Guys, and thank you all so much for joining us for another live and exclusive broadcast right here at the My Broadcast Network. I say exclusive, Mr. Cobb, but it really isn't exclusive because with just three simple steps, you can listen to this broadcast anywhere in the country. Andre Davis alongside Mr. Kendall Cobb. How you doing today, sir? Hello, Andre. How you doing, sir? Man, I'm doing excellent. It is nothing like high school football under the Friday night lights. You say that again. Very exciting time. Uh, Rose Hills coming off of... Victory, you were telling me about last week. I was out of the country, so I'm just not getting briefed on everything going on since my departure. But, yeah, high school football in Texas, you can't get any better than that. Yes, sir. And speaking of the victory on last week, your Angry Bird Eagles defeated the Broncos of the Bay Area Christian High School by the score of 24-14. to 14. The Rose Hill Eagles started out in that ball game. They started out very high, high tempo as normal. They got out early on the Broncos, and they kept their foot on the driver's seat most of that entire ball game, and that's exactly what the Rose Hill Eagles are known for. So we're going to see if they can do that today as they are facing the Warriors of the Woodlands Christian High School right here from Tomball, Texas. It said Tomball on my GPS. You know, I refer to the GPS every time I go. I come to these games, uh, Mr. Cobb. <laughs> yes, sir. I believe that was last time we were in uh, Northland. And it said Houston, but I wasn't really for sure if it was Houston or not. <laughs> I think we were in Springfield, we Northland. Yes, sir. Yeah, GPS can be tricky. But, yeah, we're here at Town Ball, and it's a great day. Sun's starting to set. And uh, I don't know, the temperature is, it feels about, what, 70-ish? It feels about 70-ish, but this broadcast booth is going to get cold yes, throughout sir. the duration of this, uh, of this ball game as we are right in front of the fan. <laughs> yes, sir. And I brought my, I brought my Rose Hill uh, windbreaker just for that moment. Well, it looks like the wind is blowing in a westerly direction. And, um, again, the, the Rose Hill field is situated north to south with a with the never, team never quit uh, scoreboard at the north end, uh, donated by Marcus Luttrell himself and the, his group. And uh, it looks like the kids are lining up for the get ready for the Eagles to come onto the field. So I guess you want to – you want to just uh, set, set the scene, sir? Absolutely. Andre Davis alongside Mr. Kendall Cobb as we have about 11 minutes away from our kickoff. As, again, you're, you're just now tuning in. Your Angry Bird, Rose Hill Eagles, taking on the Warriors of the Woodlands Christian Academy as we are just moments away from teams coming out onto the field. I know you mentioned uh, the fans. They're just starting to pour in here in Tomball, Texas, it's one thing that I did mention earlier. The fans of Rose Hill, they get into ball games. Yes, sir. It's one thing I noticed two weeks ago when Rose Hill had their first home game against the North Side. The North Side, the fans got into the ball game, and that was a game where Rose Hill was in the driver's seat pretty much the entire ball game. But there's one thing I know about these fans: whether their team is winning, losing, win, lose, or draw. They're going to get excited for this ball game. Yes, sir. This is a close knit uh, community, and the, the fan support. They come out, they show up, and they show out, and we're very happy to have them here. Also, very happy for our listeners. Let's tune in right now to Open Mic Broadcast Network. And as you stated a moment ago, Andre, I mean, simply put, fans come and support their kids. We have our young, uh, look like fourth grade choir out there going to sing the national anthem, and uh, full participation. We have the junior cheerleaders on the field with our with our uh, high school cheerleaders and the dancing team, and again, everyone's ready for some 
Friday Night Lights. Yes, sir. The fans are going to show up and show out. We're going to show up and show out right here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network. We want to take this opportunity to remind all of our listeners that you, too, can become a listening partner with the Open Mic Broadcast Network. Visit our website at www.obnradio.com. Again, that's www.obnradio.com. We are the voice of student athletics, and we've been serving the community through faith and athletics since 2002 as we have about nine minutes on the game clock for until our official kickoff, as Mr. Cobb alluded to earlier, our... You said that was junior high. Well, no, you're not junior high. The, uh, the elementary elementary kids are going to be singing off our national anthem for yes, today's sir. game as your road to the Eagles are taking on the Warriors of the Woodlands Christian Academy. As we have a few moments, we're going to take this opportunity, if you may, Mr. Cobb, to read off our sponsors for today's broadcast. More than happy to do that, sir. Let me just touch on this real quickly. You did mention this, uh, Mike, was started in 2002. We want yes, to give sir. props to Dr. Michael Prince for yes, kicking this whole thing off. Again, this gives local athletes a chance to showcase their talent. That's collegiate as well as high school athletes. Yes, sir. Showcase their talent through faith and sports. And uh, we want to thank our thank Dr. Prince because he did receive it in 2010 an award for a yes, media sir. award of excellence. Yes, sir, he did. From the school, Texas uh, State School Boards, correct? Yes, sir. Awesome. And, um, again, our sponsors make this happen. So uh, we're going to touch on this throughout the night, but we want to just quickly, Hexair Comfort. Farmers Insurance Agency out of Hempstead, Bush's Chicken, Burger Fences, Landscaping, and more. Mobius Cafe and Pizza. You know about Mobius, don't you, sir? I do, sir. I know about Mobius. Yes, sir. know more about them tomorrow. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Auto Check out of uh, Spring and Temple Refuge Ministries. So, again, we'll touch on those uh, sponsors individually as the night goes on, but we want to definitely give them props and invite anyone else that's listening. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor or just to participate as a listening partner, Go ahead, and what number should they call, sir? Uh, they should call 832-492-8824. And, again, but you can also visit our website at www.obnradio.com. And I mentioned the website because that's an opportunity if you want to become a listening partner. You can visit our website, and that's where you can find out more information about the Open Mic Broadcast Network, our mission statement, and you can find the in-depth. You can find more in-depth as to how we've been serving the community through faith, and that legs, that's one of the things why we mention our sponsors, as you just read off, because we are a community-based radio station. It's all about serving the community through faith and athletics. So we're providing a service uh, for the community. And uh, we've been we've reaching schools throughout the Waller District, Waller High School, Hempstead High School, Rose Hill High School, uh, Premier University, uh, Blinn College, uh, Royals, <laughs> the Royals, right, right. right. So, uh, so we're touching, we're touching local uh, high school and uh, colleges uh, throughout Waller and Hempstead, and we're just going to try to continue that coverage, coverage right here. You can receive that right here throughout the Open Mic Broadcast Network. And I mentioned the three steps that you can listen to this broadcast. You can dial seven two seven two four 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 seven four four four. You can type in the code one three four two eight zero pound and one pound, Mr. Cobb. Those three steps, and you can listen to this broadcast anywhere in the country. You nationwide, do, nationwide. Wow. You do not wow. need Wi-Fi. You don't need internet. You don't need none of that to listen to this broadcast. I mean, how great is that? That's beautiful. I mean, we have individuals that are listening from afar. Some parents are, are listening from afar. And we have individuals on the court. We have individuals who want to tune in and hear their loved ones playing, hear how the Rose Hill Eagles are faring. So 
that is a great opportunity. Again, we thank Dr. Michael Prince, but let me give a shout-out to you, sir, Mr. <laughs> Davis, because, again, I mean, you mentioned uh, Prairie View, and you were a proud student of you, a proud Panther. Oh, so, very proud. Hey, you've been serving. You've been doing this for a while, and we appreciate your service, and you have your lovely girlfriend here today, Ms. Jordan. So, yes, I do. Awesome. And, brother, <laughs> I just want to say thank you for doing what you do because you and uh, Brother Alex and uh, the student, Jordan, as well, do a wonderful job of contributing to OBN and making things happen for local school students and schools. Uh, thank you, Mr. Godwin. Yes, actually, I have to give all the praise and everything to uh, Dr. Mike Prince because without him, uh, none of this uh, is possible. So I want to say thank you to Dr. Prince for coming up with this idea that is the My Broadcast Network and also the simplicity of this broadcast. One, one Radio Shack mixer, two headsets, and then, and, and then said three simple steps. You can listen to this broadcast anywhere in the country as we have about four minutes and 40 seconds remaining on the game clock as teams are just moments away from running out onto the field. They got this set up. They got this set up pretty nice, uh, Mr. Cobb. It looks great. It really, you, um, you're starting to get that Friday night lights atmosphere. Yes, sir. Again, the sun setting. The, the field maintenance individual, Sean Robinson for Roseville, has a wonderful job with the baseball field as well as the football field. And as you can see, Andre, he's lined the field for the player section between the 25-yard lines. With the Rose Hill Eagles uh, uh, wording, he boxed everything in. He has the Eagles emblem in the middle of the field. Again, the field runs north to, north to south. He has the R in each end zone with the wings on it to represent the Eagles' wings. Beautiful field. Rose Hills dressed in their red helmets and red uh, jerseys and red pants. It's like red out tonight. <laughs> uh, versus the Woodlands uh, Christian Academy is actually wearing white with touch with green. So the Warriors have their white jerseys, white pants, and green uh, accent in green. So, again, I mean, beautiful night, beautiful setting. Looking forward to these youngsters doing the national anthem in a moment and ready, get ready for some football. Like uh, Michael Buffer said, let's get ready to rumble. Let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> We're going to do exactly that. And you mentioned the uniforms of the Rose Hill Eagles. As you said, they are in there all red with the uh, white number. It's funny because the last time they were here, they were in that all black. Right. They were in there all black and with the white number. And so <laughs> they're in there all red today. And I know you're pretty familiar uh, with uh, – with Rose Hill, you know, this is kind of your uh, neck of the woods. So. This is my son attends here. Talk to us about that. <laughs> yes, sir. I'm glad you mentioned that. My son attends school here. He did uh-huh. not play his senior football here because he's focusing on baseball. He's trying to get a scholarship for baseball. But as you mentioned a moment ago with the black uniforms, I told you earlier this is a close-knit community. So individuals have contributed monies and resources to make these, uni- these change of uniforms possible. Mm-hmm. So Rose Hill has a variety of uniforms they can change into, mix and match accordingly, and that's the beauty of uh, just having individuals support you like that and come out in full force and, and just cheer the team on. Okay. So you know, that, what's the saying, Andre? If you look good, smell good, feel good, you play you good. You play good. <laughs> <laughs> and I know coming, as a, uh, coming from a former player, that's one of the things that you really try to uh, that you try to coordinate as well. You know, the, you notice the players that try to come out, they try to look good. They got the wristbands on. Yes, they got sir. The, the armbands and everything like that. Because yes, as sir. you just mentioned, as a player, not only do you want to play good, but you want to look good while you're playing good as well. <laughs> yes, sir. That, that, that plays, that works hand in hand. And let me just mention something quickly. Yes, um, sir. Uh, we were, I was perusing the field, and I see um, one of the individuals from last year's team, John Ragusa, who's a running back, um, came back. He had an ACL chair at the end of the season last year. And, I, I again, my son attends here, so my son is friends with John. He fought this whole year to get back and re, uh, rehab himself. He did so. As you can see right now, Andre, he's at the 50-yard line in a wheelchair. Looks like he tore some um, – ligaments in his ankle last week, and I, I don't know if it'll be season, season ending, but I think it is. He has a cast, and um, that's unfortunate. Right. But nonetheless, 
Um, it's, it's, I mean, he, he's doing what he loves, and um, we support him all the way. Right, and, that, and I know that's very heartbreaking for any Rose Hill fans out there, as John Ragusa is a key factor for the Rose Hill offense on that first game. I believe he finished with three touchdowns uh, for the Rose Hill Eagles, so he's a, uh, he's a very key aspect for this Rose Hill uh, offense. But football aside, you know, it's it's never it's never a good thing when you see a player go down, especially right. when you uh and you end up in a wheelchair and everything like that. So right. um prayers definitely go out to uh John Ragusa and his and his entire family and we definitely hope that uh that he can make a full recovery. Not just from a football aspect but just from a uh, from a personal aspect. Yes as well. sir, yes sir, because these kids come out here and play their hearts out. They love the game, they love what they do and we we never want to see a, kid, a player go down. But again, John battled back last year from his ACL tier now Hopefully he can battle back for this. Now, this is his senior season, but, again, he's a tough guy. And our thoughts and prayers are with him and his family as he works through his recovery. Yes, sir. And it seems like they're, they're rolling him out onto the field right now as the Rose Hill Eagles are preparing to come out onto the field. It looks like they're coming out. They're coming through the world now. They're carrying their carrying, uh, flags, U.S. flags, <laughs> and they're, they're playing with bagpipes a moment ago, Amazing Grace. But they, they – yeah, they're – they they were playing uh, Amazing Grace, and now they've, they've played the fight song, and they're coming out here bearing flags and cheering the crowd on, got their Rose Hill flag bearers ahead of them. You know, and, it's, and it's very interesting, Mr. Cobb. Normally you may see, you know, one or two players hold the flags up uh, as they're running out onto the field, mainly they may be the captains or uh, anything like that, but to see the entire team carrying flags onto yes, the field, sir. that's very interesting to see right there. It is, and what a beautiful thing you just saw. Some of the seniors ran over to John Ragusa. And handed him a flag, and he took his wheelchair, and they wheeled him around with, with him hoisting the flag up. So that's a great moment for them to, to include him in the in the process. That's an excellent moment. And while we're on players, I know you mentioned this before, before the uh, pregame show, Cash Kelso, we saw him back. Uh, we saw him back padded up. That was the uh, quarterback for the Rose Hill Eagles on uh, last season, and he missed the first few games due to a collarbone injury. But we see him back suited up. Uh, for this ball game, yes, sir. Cash is warming up, uh, leading up to this tonight's game, and I don't know how much he'll play. I believe um, Cameron still listed as the starter, but nonetheless, like you stated, Cash did warm up. Um, he's normally the starter, so we'll see how much playing time he gets. But I'm sure the Eagles are happy to have him back in the fold, just you know, to his leadership and his experience. Absolutely. And you mentioned uh, the replacement quarterback of Cameron Castillo uh, on this season, and. Leading up to this game, he has, he's been 22 for 36 for 249 yards uh, so far. So it's a wonder if he can keep that up throughout the duration of the season. As you mentioned before, it's interesting to see if they're going to let uh, Cash uh, come into this ball game. Yes, sir. I think they're about to start the anthem. So yes, yeah, so they, they start the anthem. We're going to go ahead. Yes, sir. We're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back for the start of this game. Rose Hill Eagles taking on the Warriors of the Woodlands Christian Academy. Stay tuned right here on the Open Mic Broadcast Network.
And welcome back to Eagles football right here on the Open Mic Broadcast Network. Andre Davis alongside Mr. Kendall Cobb. As your Rose Hill Eagles are taking on the Warriors of the Woodlands Christian Academy right here from Tom Ball, Texas, as teams are on the field as they're getting ready for the coin toss. Mr. Cobb, you want to quickly go through our starting lineups sure. for the Rose Hill Eagles? Yes, sir. On offense, I don't know if we're going to win the toss or not, but on offense, we have uh, number 18, Colin Fussell, tight end. Number 10, Kelton McRae, Mr. Flanker. Number 88, Braden Lambert, split in. Number 62, Braden Cubza, right tackle. Number 56, Blake Clayton, who's a senior, uh, right guard. Number 72, Jaden Johnson, center. 78, Stephen Whitehead, left guard. Number 53, Cliff Manning, left tackle. Number 12, Cameron Castillo is your quarterback. Um, John Ragusa is on the field for the coin toss, but will not play. As we mentioned, he's uh, injured from last week. And number seven, Matthew Carroll will be our running backs. Thank you, Mr. Yes, yes sir. Cobb, as we're awaiting the decision, and it appears that Rose Hill has One. won the coin toss. They are going to defer to the second half. So the, the Warriors will be receiving first. On today's broadcast, Andre yes, sir. alongside Mr. Kendall Cobb right here on the Open Mic Broadcast Network, you are listening to Eagles Football. And if you're just now tuning in, if you would like to become a listening partner, you can visit our website at www.obnradio.com. Again, that's www.obnradio.com. And Mr. Cobb, we mentioned uh, the play of the injured John Ragusa, but replacing him for the past few games, at running back has been Matthew Carroll, and he has been doing quite a bit of the grunt work, him along with Monte Green so far in the backfield. Yes, sir. Uh, Matthew Carroll is also a senior, reduces a senior, and uh, they're similar running styles. Um, they're both diminutive in size, but very talented in terms of their speed and their ability to, to cut. They're, they're like almost scat back-like, um, which is great to have that, to have that ability to uh, cut against the grain and and make people miss, do some arm tackles, and a great have great vision. So, although Ragusa will be missed, I think Carroll's more than capable of filling in. And as you mentioned, we have the road grader, Devontae <laughs> 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 Green, and big number 34, oh, who, just, who just came to Rosa this year, and he's been a tremendous asset to the team, yes. offensively and defensively. Yes, definitely, definitely. They'll use, uh, they'll use him on offense and defensively as well. Yes, sir. As Rose Hill Eagles are getting ready to kick off, you can hear the crowd of Rose Hill is into it as the kickoff is underway. And it will be fielded at the 20. As he gets past the 25, and he's going to be out of bounds. It looks Just to be about the 25-yard line. Yes, sir. So the Rose Hill defense will come on. If I, you might not go through the Rose Hill defense quickly. Absolutely. Sure, it's going to be number 78. Team Whitehead, the defensive end. Yeah, on the other end, we have number 70, Justin Whitmire. Uh, on the defensive tackles, we have number 75, Seth Mallory. And a kid I used to coach back in the day, number 52, Zach Clay. <laughs> and uh, Trevor Manny, who's a freshman linebacker, number eight, who will play alongside his big brother, Cliff Manny, number 53. And uh, a third linebacker will be number 18, Colin Fussell. Yes, sir. Ball plays at the 25-yard line. Moving left to white will be the Warriors. Monty Vaz under center. One back in the backfield. Montevideo's hand handed off. He handed off at the 30, and he's going to be brought down at about the 32-yard line. The pick up about two to three yards on the play. 
That was number five, Ethan Peters, running back for the Warriors. Yes, sir. And running, uh, that was a good little run, a good start for the Warriors. Uh, first play of the game, got some good yardage. Um, running out the de- defensive backfield for Rose Hill, just real quickly, number seven, Matthew Carroll's a safety. Uh, number 13, Brandon Soto's one corner. Kelton McRae is number 10, the other corner. And the strong safety will be number four, Eric Johnson. Yes, sir. Ball placed at the 32-yard line, moving left to right. High formation set up for the Warriors. Munchenbach takes the snap. He hands out the Peters up the middle, and he gets past. And he's going to be brought down after a gain of about two yards on the play. Yes, sir. It looks like Ethan Peters has fed the ball again. Got more positive yards, and he only has about a yard to go out there before he gets a first down. Yes, sir. So the Warriors go with two running plays back-to-back. That's going to bring up a third and one for the Warriors, moving left to right with about 10.45 remaining here in the first quarter. Well, if the coach has success running um, early plays, they'll probably keep going to that, going to the well until the war, until the Eagles stop that. Our formation says if Montemar is going to do a quarterback sneak up the middle, it appears that he's going to have just enough for the first down. Yes, sir. It looks like we have uh, a host of, of Eagles that are out there on the tackle. But, again, if you're going to make a difference, they're going to need to step in there and make some things happen defensively and put a stop to this. Yes, sir. So, the Pierce, they're going to go with smash mouth football. Now, I haven't seen the eye formation set up in quite a long time. Most teams are kind of going with that spread formation here as of lately. But as we see, Muncy Boss under center, he's under center once again, first down to 10, ball plays at the 36-yard line. As he pitches to the right side, he pitches to Peters, and he's going to – be brought down by a plethora of red jerseys <laughs> for a pickup of no yards on the play. That sweep to the right for the Warriors, which is to the left side of the Eagle defense, did not prove pan out at all. They uh, didn't gain a yard. They had more, much more success going up the middle. So I don't know if the coach is going to go back to that or just try and try and find weak spots in the defense. Yes, sir. So the Eagles sniffed that one out. As that was a gain of no yards on the play, so that's going to bring up second and ten. Ball placed at the 38-yard line. Yes, sir. And I think Eric Johnson and uh, Chuck McCray had a hand in turning that play back into their linebackers to make that play. Yes, sir. And the ball is placed on the right half. So it's a wonder if the Warriors are going to go to the left side with more field to work with. As Montevideo takes the snap, looks his left, rolls his left. He has a man. That pass. Oh. Incomplete. Andre, that was a nice little rollout. It hit hit him right in the hand. (laughs) Did not make the, the receiver did not pull the ball in, but the quarterback rolled out to his left. And yes, threw sir. on the run and put it on the money. Yes, sir. And that was number 19, Caleb Chappelle. Caleb Chappelle, the intended receiver on the play. You know, when I was a kid, my our coach used to say to us, hit him in a bad spot, right in the hand. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he looked he looked where he was going. And, you know, and I can attest to that as a former player myself. Yes, sometimes sir. you may think you caught the ball and you're already looking upfield, knowing where you want to go, but you haven't secured the ball yet. And it's going to be third and ten for the Warriors. Trips to the left side as much as I take the snap, looks left, rolls left, and he has a man that pass is going to be incomplete. Fourth down for the Warriors. So a great, a great defensive stop for the Rose Hill Eagles on this opening drive. That is a great stop. You know the uh, Warriors had success that first for that first down, but then once they started rolling out, as a matter of fact, on this play they just had Andre, the receiver still was five yards short of the first down. So even if he had caught it, there were Warriors, there were uh, Eagles around to make the play. So, nonetheless, it was incomplete plans. They're going to punt now. Yes, sir. As we have number seven, Matthew Carroll, and number 10, McCray Kelton, back to receive the punt. As the punt is up, 
and it is going to be fielded at about the 32-yard line. Yes, sir. That ball took a bad bounce off of number three for the Warriors, Aiden Barrett, and uh, it, it worked to roll so there because it bounced back towards the other direction. Yes, sir, and that, that punt definitely had the height on it. But as you just mentioned, the ball definitely bounced back in the wrong direction, but definitely in favor of the Rose Hill Eagles as they're going to start with excellent field position on this opening drive, moving right to left. Ball yes. placed at the 32-yard line. 9.04 remaining here in the first quarter. Yes, sir. And like you said, uh, Castillo's at under center. Let's see what he's going to do with the ball. Yes, sir. They're going to go with Castillo. To the left for the Eagles as Castillo hands off the green up the middle, and he's going to be brought down. Right at the 30, just past the 35-yard line. Yes, sir. That was about three yards on the play. Three yards in a cloud of dust to get you get you what you need sometimes. Yes, sir. And that's the big man, Monte Green, as we mentioned before during the pregame show. The Rose Hill Eagles are definitely going to use him in the backfield along with Matthew Carroll. Yes, sir. It looks like they have Carroll split out to the, to the left, left side. and to the right. So let's see what the Eagles are going to do. Two receivers to the left side as he sent Carroll in motion. Take the snap, rolls to his right, and he has a man. And that pass is complete to Kelton for a Rose Hill first down. Nice play, Andre. I mean, they got him to the 50-yard line. Almost. I mean, <laughs> nice rollout and nice uh, route by Kelton. And um, here to go. And first down. And we've seen that connection between Castillo and Kelton so far here this season. We have. Um, that's a, a, a legal connection because Kelton has height and he, he has uh, separation on his routes. You know, quarterback just has to get it, get the ball to him. So good job on our quarterback and receiver as well as the line. Eight eighteen remaining here in the first quarter. First down and ten for the Eagles moving right to left. Ball placed at midfield. Two receivers to the right side. It looks like we have uh, Hans Barrios. Oh, here we he go. off to Carroll right on the left side, and he's going to be brought down. Looks like he picked up at least a yard on the play, but depending on the spot, looks like they're going to give him no gain on the play. No, it doesn't look like a gain. I guess, ironically, he was brought down by the former Eagle himself, Zach Golden. <laughs> <laughs> and, we, and we mentioned uh, number 34, Zach Golden, before this game started. It appears that there was a holding call on the play that's going to back the Eagles up 10 yards. It's going to make this first and 20. Yes, sir. It's going to put themselves in the hole. That's a great gain on that rollout play by Castillo to to Kelton. They're going to put him back uh, after this holding call. So first and twenty. Looks like they went with a little fake there. Almost had you fooled a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> they did. Yes, sir. They did. Seven <laughs> remaining here in the first quarter. Ball plays at the forty yard line, moving right to left. First down and twenty. Shifting formation. Shifting the formation for the Eagles as we have. Shift to the left. I think there's going to be a delay of game penalty. Yeah, oh, oh no. There we go. On the play. Timeout charge to the Eagles. 742 remaining here in the first quarter. No score yet. The Angry Birds of Rose Hill taking on the Warriors of the Woodlands Christian Academy. We're going to keep it right here. Andre Davis alongside Mr. Kendall Cobb right here on Gilbert Mike Broadcast Network. And you got the paper ready. I yes, sir. I, yes, sir, Ms. Davis. I am ready to make it happen. thank our sponsors for today's broadcast. Yes, sir. And, again, uh, we want to thank Hector Comfort Solutions, their clear pave office, located at 22803 Shield Road, and here in Cypress, Texas, 77433, Hector Comfort Solutions. 
Please refer to them for any of your comfort needs. <laughs> any of my comfort needs? Anything? Well, weather-wise. Uh, it does get cool, but sometimes we still, we still in Texas do have hot days. We still need to have good AC working and good heating working. <laughs> so look at heck there. And teams are back on the field. First and 20 for the Eagles. As Castillo sends Carroll in motion. Castillo takes a snap, looks at his left, rolls left. And he has a man. That pass is complete. So you guessed it. Kelsey. Wow. For a huge gain on the play. That was a great rollout. Castillo wow. took, a, he took a shot as he released the ball. And Kelton, oh my goodness, he reached out, fingertip, caught that with his fingertips, pulled the ball in with a defender on his back. And that was a 20 yard pass. That's going to be enough to give the Eagles a first down on the play. Ball wow. at the 40 yard line of the Warriors. That was an impressive <laughs> play. Uh, you said a moment ago, they had, they had first and 20. Coach and staff smartly called timeout before they had first and 25. They run the rollout play, get a first down. Yes, sir. First and 10, moving right to left for the Eagles. Green back alongside Castillo. Castillo sends Carroll in motion to the right side. Castillo takes a okay. snap. It's going to be a quarterback draw up the middle, and he's going to be brought down for a gain of no yards on the play. Yeah, was that a broken play, Andre? I don't know. It, it looked like that there was some confusion after the ball was snapped. It just, it just may be. But we see there, Castillo just tried to get what he can get on the play. It looks like he's going to be pushed back a yard. That's going to bring up second down and 11. Ball that, placed at the 41-yard line. Yes, sir. It looked to be a generous spot. I guess they gave him poor progress because he actually was pushed back further than that. But they gave him poor progress from the point of contact. So he did lose, lose just a yard instead of three. Yes, sir. Twin receiver set for the Eagles. Green alongside Castillo. Castillo takes a snap. Drop back to and that pass is going to be incomplete. Good job Kelsey. by yes, good sir. job by the line holding their blocks. Um, got the ball off just a little bit behind, but Steve Whitehead and Jaden Johnson as well as Cliff Manning and uh, Brady Cousin and Blake Clayton did a wonderful job holding that defensive line off off of Castillo so he could get the pass off. Yes, and that was that pass was intended for number ten for Craig Kelton. And again, we've seen that connection before this game, and we've seen it so far twice here in this ball game, and, and it has definitely worked out for the for Eagles. For big games. Yes, sir. Four huge games as we have third down and 11 for the Eagles moving right to left. Castillo takes a snap, rolls his right a little bit, Ooh. and that pass is going to be batted down by number seven, Aaron Munchibos. <laughs> wow, the quarterback the playing quarterback. a little defensive back. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's going to bring up fourth down and 11 for the Eagles as the punting units for both teams have come out onto the field with 6-14 remaining here in the first quarter. Andre, that does stall the Eagles drive, but um, again, if they can get a good punt off by uh, Eric Johnson, they can go ahead and pin the Warriors back. Yes, sir. And their team, Caleb Chappelle, back to receive the punt for the Warriors as he calls them for a fair catch, and this will be down, and it looks at about the 13-yard line. Yes, sir. So that's a um, good punt by Johnson, pinning them back, and they'll they'll have uh, a long track to go to get that end zone. So it appears that the Rosehill Eagles start that drive uh, with some momentum. Uh, definitely they had two big plays that got them first downs on that last drive. One in particular was off, off of a first and 20. Yes, sir. As the Warriors are going to start this drive on the 13-yard line, moving left to right. Andre Davis alongside Mr. Kendall Cobb. You're just now tuning in. We are scoreless here from Tomball, Texas, with 6.08 remaining here in the first quarter. You are listening to Eagles football. 
first down to 10. As we have stoppage in the play, timeout call charged against the Warriors. Roger, I guess the coach didn't like what he saw from the defensive set. Uh, they have the Warriors have 87 yards before they can uh, at least get six. Now they can stop shy of that and kick a field goal, obviously. Yes, but they have 87 yards. They want to score a touchdown. And I guess they didn't like what the Eagles uh, defense looked like. And the Eagles had an had a excellent stance on defense on the last on the opening drive. So we shouldn't expect anything different on this particular drive. As you mentioned before, they were already in the setup that the Warriors did not like. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. So that's the beauty of timeouts. And, you know, I haven't been catching up with the NFL, but I was listening to the radio today, and they were saying something about the local team, the local pro team here did do a good job of clock management, I guess, the other day. Oh, yes. <laughs> I missed that, but uh, uh, I think you're referring to the Houston Texans. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, I didn't see the game, but I did hear the local uh, commentary. Yeah, they were playing the Patriots. They had 23 seconds left. They still had an opportunity to score. Deshaun Watson threw a huge pass to get them a first down. They had less than 23 seconds left, and there was some there was confusion as to whether he should spike the ball or go ahead and call a timeout. So what they do? <laughs> they ran out of time. Oh, my goodness. Okay. And wow. And teams come back onto the field as Monty Voss is on the center, eye formation, and he puts oh. it to his left, and he finds Peters. And Peters got a little bit of room, and he's going to be knocked out of bounds for a nice gain on the play. Period that he picked up about six yards on the play. Yeah, it looks to be a left sweep for them. It was a power sweep. He did have a lead blocker out there that um, took out took out that cornerback, so that was a seven or eight yard game for the Warriors. Yes, sir. And they might they, be going back to that, Andre. Yes, sir. And it appears that that's that's pretty much what they're going to do. They're going to do sweep left, sweep right. Everything is going to be mainly going to be coming out of that I formation. And again, this is something that just amazes my eyes <laughs> to see here, even in high school football. <laughs> as Muncie Boss is on the snap I formation, this time he hands off up the middle to Peters, and he's going to plow through the middle for a Warriors first down. It looks like the. Uh, they're still looking for weaknesses, like you said, left, right, up the middle, seeing where they can hit spots and get yes, advanced yards. Number five, Ethan Peters, the senior running back for the Warriors, as he's going to pick up enough yards on that play to give the Warriors a first down ball moving left to right on the 30-yard line. Now, you mentioned this uh, this I formation. That's what I'm familiar with. Now, I know yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an old school guy, so definitely. you know I know high school's gone through the spread, but this is refreshing to see this. So. I know I'm not old school, but uh, uh, the I formation definitely something I'm familiar to. As he's going to hand this one off to the fullback up the middle for a gain of about a yard on the play, so that was a great stop by the Eagles. To number five, Penny Ramirez. Yes, sir. I think stopped by uh, and Braden Cubs was in on that tackle. That was a little trap play, inside trap play by the offense. They faked the sweep to the to their left yes, and sir. had an inside. So we saw the Warriors on that play trying to catch the Eagles off guard. That was a great job by the Eagles defense to see that one coming. Yes, sir. I guess the Eagles line uh, sniffed that out and held their position, did their job. That's a play right there that you've watched on film that you know you're coming and you have to be watching that one. Watching that one. As they're going to hand this one off up the middle again this time. That's Zach Golden. For a Warriors first down. Yeah, that's big Zach Golden. He uh, got some yards on that one. That was, was a a, I guess a power eye? Yes, that was a power eye on that play, and we were wondering if we were going to hear from Zach Golden so far on offense. It's been number five, Ethan Peters, uh, for the Warriors. That time we see the former Rose Hill Eagles himself, uh, Zach Golden, on that last play, and he's going to have enough to get the Warriors a first down moving left to right. Yes, sir. Ball is going to be placed at the 
43-yard line. Once you guys on the snap, he handed off up the middle to number five, Peters, and he runs to his right, and he's going to pick up about four yards on the play. James, let me get back to your point. Yeah, Golden is very familiar with his team. I haven't played for three years here, and um, it's just amazing to see to see the, 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 the turn of events. Yes, so the Eagles are going to have to bear down and stop them at all costs. Absolutely. And the Warriors coach of the Warriors, the coach for the Warriors decided to just continue to do what's worked. When they decided to throw the ball in that opening job is when they, you know, started to mess things up. But so far the run here has been working for the Warriors as bunch of our sense of motion. He's gonna pitch it this side and he's gonna be dropped in the backfield nice by play. number seven. Matthew Carroll nice on play. the play. Carroll laid out <laughs> just took, took 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 the runner's legs from under him. That was a great great tackle. Wait a minute. My goodness. Is a textbook tackle by Matthew Carroll. Not going up high, you know that he's a big man. And yes, he takes his legs out. Yes, that's sir. What you've been, that's what you're taught in the game of football. Matthew Carroll does it right there. That's a textbook tackle. Some NFL players need to watch that yes, tackle. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. On they, that particular play, that was excellent. The Warriors lost yards on that, so now they have 39. Yes, sir. 39 for the Warriors moving left to right. Once you about hand this off up the middle to go. To Golden, he's going to be brought down by a house load of Rose Hill Eagles. And he's not going to have enough for the first down. It's going to bring Bill Forth in about four on the play. Yes, sir. I don't know if they're going to – I don't see a punting unit coming out, Andre, so it looks like they're going to go for it. They just they just the 50-yard line. Expect a run here on the play if you are the Rose Hill Eagles. As the Warriors set up in the eye formation, Muncy Boss under, under center. As Trying he, to get a hard count and make the off defense jump off sides. Did not. Yes, sir. Defense didn't bite. Takes the snap. Hands up, up the middle. Up the middle. And he's going to be stopped before the first down. Turnover on downs for the Rose Hill Eagles. Good stand by the defense to sit up here and take those punches and still remain standing. They were they were in the hills for a moment. And we, and, yes, sir. Yes, sir. We called it, Mr. Cobb. Expect a run play on that fourth down. That's pretty much what the Warriors did that entire drive. They did not throw the ball not one single time on that particular drive. No, sir. And as you mentioned uh, so eloquently before, when they did throw in that previous series, they didn't have a lot of success. So they they stuck with what they knew, tried to run. Now, they were at the 50-yard line. I probably wouldn't have done that, but nonetheless. <laughs> yes, sir. First down to 10 for the Eagles. Ball placed at the 40-yard line right at midfield. Trips to the left side for the Eagles. Green back alongside Castillo. Castillo hands it off to the big man Green up the middle for a gain of about a yard on the play. Yes, sir. And, again, back to my earlier point with the 50-yard line, I mean, you don't want to give a team uh, just half a field to, to score. Mm-hmm. I probably would have punted in that scenario. Yes. Just push that team back. Remember, they had to travel 87 yards. And they to did score. right to score, Absolutely. you know, score a touchdown at least. So, and if you're the Warriors, though, they were moving the ball for you know fairly easy on that drive. You know, they only had four yards to pick up. You know, so they just figured that they had enough to get the first down. As we have second and eight for the Eagles, twin receiver set. There might be a gamble that might not pay off for him. Castillo takes the snap and he throws this one and it is caught. Wow. <laughs> wow. But Craig Kelton is a great defender. He uses his body so well. He had a defender on his back. He still was able to field, shield the, his, the ball with his body. He took a shot. As he caught the ball, the defender actually uh, hit him. 
He bounced off, got additional yards, as you like to say, yak. Got the yards at the catch. <laughs> yes, sir. Yards at the catch. That's another huge connection from Cameron Castillo to McCray Kelton. And it's one thing I noticed by Kelton that he does not mind contact. No, That's sir. one thing you have to notice as a wide receiver, you know, the defensive back coming to hit you the minute you catch the ball. That's one thing I noticed from Kelton. He does not mind the physical contact. As we have first and ten for the Eagles, ball placed at the 30-yard line. As he hands it off to the big man Green on the right side, and he's going to rumble for a gain of about five yards on the play. Nice little off tackle uh, dive to uh, to uh, Green, which is very successful. And go back to your point about Kelton. I mean, he does play defense, so he's not afraid of contact. He doesn't shy away from it, so he's able to uh, yes, take sir. a hit as well as deliver a hit. Yes, sir. It appears that the Eagles are going to let this clock run out as our first quarter has come to an end, and we are scoreless here from Tomball. Texas, but the Eagles are gaining a lot of momentum here on this opening drive, one in which a huge connection between the quarterback Cameron Castillo to number 10 wide receiver McCray Kelton on this on this particular drive as we will have second and about, uh, second and about six coming up yes, sir. for the start of our second quarter. Andre Davis alongside Mr. Kendall Cobb. We're going to take this opportunity to thank our sponsors for today's broadcast. Mr. Davis, we're going to go and start with uh, continue on with Farmers Insurance Agency out of Hempstead. Yes, sir. You contact Latanya Chapel at 979-826-3026, 979-826-3026, Latanya Chapel, Farmers Insurance Agency. And also, Wish Your Chicken. <laughs> I've had a push chicken. I'm looking forward to getting that. Is it good? You've had, you've had, you, you say you haven't had it. I have not. I have not. I have not either. You know, that's well, I tell you what, we're going gonna, gonna to make it our business because <laughs> we have a game tomorrow night. So, yes, please, do. listeners, please tune in tomorrow night for our blend college coverage. Push your chicken is one of our sponsors out of Brenham. You can contact Push your chicken at 979-836-1804. Yes, sir. Thank you, Mr. Cobb. Yes, sir. Second down and about seven. Ball placed at the 28-yard line, moving left to right for the Eagles. I formation, Castillo understand that he hands it off to Carroll up the middle, and he's going to be brought down quickly, a gain of about a yard on the play. That's going to bring up third down and six for the Eagles. Well, the Eagles have a place kicker, Andre, so I don't know how close they need to get to get in his, within his range. The Eagles does, does have a place kicker, and I watched him warm up during the pregame, and it looks like he has a, a nice leg on him. Anything to get on the board just to, you know, kind of break Absolutely. the ice. Absolutely. As we are at the start of our second quarter, we are scoreless here from Tomball, Texas, third down and six. Two receivers to the right side for the Eagles. Castillo takes a snap. And he's, and he's definitely oh. going to be incomplete. He throws back across to the left to um, Colin Fussell. Yes, sir. Um, just, beyond his, uh, just beyond his reach, but it's a nice little play. And Castillo actually took a look. You know, stood in their pocket with the heat coming in. Yeah, exactly. He did have some heat coming. He was definitely pressure on that last play. He did not have opportunity to get his feet set and step into that throw. Correct, and correct. bring up four and six for the Eagles. The, the kicking unit would not come out, and they're going to go for it here on fourth down. Now, this is the right side. In this instance, I would go for it because of the field position. So here we go. Oh, He throws his left, and that pass is going to be incomplete. The same man, Colin Fossil, was the intended receiver yes, sir. on that play. That was broken up by number 19, Caleb Chappelle. Yes, so it was a nice play by that defender in, in stopping that play. Yes, sir. So the Eagles are scoreless again on this particular job. That's going to bring up first down and 10 
for the Warriors. Well, I think it's like uh, to borrow our good friend Alex's analogy, it's just like a heavyweight match. They're going back and forth, you know, yes, sir. Yes, delivering sir. blows. But they've been been that break. They they've moved the ball, did not score. Warriors have moved the ball, have not scored. So there's like a bit not break yes, defense it may, it may come down to who has the ball left. But at the same time, we do have a lot of time here in this ball game as the Warriors are going to start fresh. Ball placed at the 27-yard line. Monty pass. He dropped back to pass. And oh. He has a man, a one-handed catch. Nice catch. And that pass is complete. That was number 19, Caleb Chappelle. Wow. <laughs> he just made a the play on the fourth down, and then wow. he comes and makes a one-hand grab a la – uh, Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, you took the words <laughs> right out of my mouth. <laughs> that was definitely an Odell Beckham Jr. grab, but yes, they have sir. not moved the chains as we have stoppage in the play. Was he out of bounds? Or? Oh, uh, you have an oh, gotcha. receiver wow. downfield. So the Eagles catch a break on that last play as that's going to back the Warriors up. Yes, sir. That play is off or not. Got to follow the rules. <laughs> yes, sir. That's going to bring up first and 15 for the Warriors. Ball placed at the 22-yard line. Moving right to left. 11.03 remaining here in the second quarter. Andre Davis alongside Kendall Cobb. You're just now, if you're just now tuning in, we are scoreless. You are listening to Eagles football right here on the Open Mic Broadcast Network. Yes, sir. So here we go. First and 15. Munchibov on the snap, fakes to his left, rolls to his right, and he is hit. And that pass is intercepted by the Rose Hill Interception. <laughs> Looks like that was. We're waiting to get that number. Was that Eric Johnson? And was that no, number that was... three? I believe that was Jacob Barrera on that play. You know, I think you're right, sir. <laughs> Well, that interception couldn't have come soon enough if you are a Rose Hill Eagles fan as they will have excellent, I mean, excellent yes, sir. position on this drive. You can't get any better than what, the 18-yard uh, line going in? 18-yard line going in, moving left to right, first down and 10 for the Eagles. Costilla, option. Rose to his right, it's going to be like there's an oh. option on that play, and he's going to be brought down just – at the line of scrimmage. No, that was a that was a uh, great play. He had a chance to pitch it off Devontae Green, who was wide open to on the pitch, but he did not pitch it. But they're going to come back to that play, I guarantee you. Yeah, you know, that's one of the things, you know, if you're a quarterback, you have, you have to be able to read the defense, you know, knowing when to pitch it, when to not pitch it. You know, that's the, the, he definitely has he, he definitely has a hard job, especially yeah. on especially on – on plays like that. So yeah, that's a split-second decision. And you want yes, to you want to still protect the ball. Yes, sir. Chips to the right for the Eagles. Second down and 10. As Castillo takes a snap, he dropped back to pass. Looking oh, left, here's a high ball. Air this one long. Whoa. And oh. No one came down. That with was it. great elevation by Colin Fussell. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, he, he, he and the defender both went high for the ball. Uh, looked as though he came down with it, but it, once they once they actually touched the ground, the ball squirts out. But nonetheless, that was great elevation by both of them. And you know, they tell you that whether you're a wide receiver or a cornerback, once the ball goes up, you go for it, he's going to go for it. Both yes, sir. Both guys are going to go for it. We just have to see who came down with it. But luckily, but no one came down with it on that play. So that's going to bring up third and ten for the Eagles. Yes, sir. Receiver set. 
as Castillo takes he's the pass. Step. He's being pressured. Oh, it's a screen. He has the green. He get past the five. Yeah, and touchdown, Rose Hill. He, he is in. He is in. That's man, 34, Vontae Green on the swing pass for the Eagles. Wow, that little that little screen <laughs> paid off, paid dividends. I mean, they he dropped back and just dropped it off to Vontae on the left-hand side. He had a, a blockers in front of him. They just let a convoy on in, into the end zone. Yes, so, sir. Rose Hill 6. Good yes, play. Yes, sir. As we have about 940 remaining here in the second quarter. Here's our kick place kicker. And the kick is up, and it is good as we have a, a flag. flag on the play. That might be on the defense offside. Yes, sir. Uh, yes. Offside Decline. defense. That penalty is declined. Extra point is good. Seven to zero is our score in favor of the Rose Hill Eagles off an eighteen yard touchdown reception by the big man Vontae Green. Yes, sir. Vontae is a big a big load and uh more than more than a load to take down. Oh my goodness. A load is an understatement. <laughs> and then on top of that, you got a big man who's a heavy load. And then he had blocking in front of him. Yes, sir. Oh, it was nothing but daylight. It was more than enough. And speaking <laughs> of more, how about Burger Fencing Landscaping and more? Yes, sir. You can contact them at 281 253 2923. Burger Fencing Landscaping and more. Check them out for any of your landscaping needs. Yes, sir. 940 remaining here in the second quarter. 7 to 0. Is our score, and you mentioned uh, Bush's Chicken uh, yes, the last time when we were doing the uh, doing the sponsor list. I have not had a chance to have them, but sources have told me that they that they do that they have some excellent chicken, I and do. I'm a chicken type of a person. Yeah, I am as well. So <laughs> let's let's go experience Bush's together, and, and we'll be able to give a firsthand account yes, of the wonderful uh, chicken they provide. One of our sponsors, Bush's Chicken, Brenham, nine seven nine eight three six one eight zero four. Yes, sir. Andre Davis alongside Mister Kendall. Cobb, as the kick is off, and it's going to be filled at the 20-yard line. He's going to get past the 30. He's not brought down yet. He gets past the 40, and he's going to be brought down at about the 30, at about the 42-yard line. That was number three, Ethan Barrett, Barrett on that return for the Warriors. Yeah, that was more yards than I would have anticipated. He caught it back at maybe the 25. He was able to actually kind of snake his way to the 40. <laughs> It seems like he, he was running kind of fast. It looked like he could have been brought down at least at the 30-yard line, but somehow he manages to get to the 40, and they're going to start this with excellent field position at the 41-yard line, moving right to left. High formation for the Warriors. Montevall on the snap. Let's nice play. Oh, look at this. And he's going to be brought down Wow. a gain of no yards. On the play, that was number three, Ethan Barrett, on the rush for the Warriors. And Jaden Johnson sniffed that out immediately and took him straight down. Yes, sir. And they tried to go with the with the misdirection a little bit again on that particular play, and that's one of those plays that you watch during film. You study that material all week long. You game plan. You see it coming. The Rose Hill Eagles saw it coming yet again. And they was able to stop Barrett for a gain of about a yard on that play. Yes, sir. And that would have without that tackle, that would have been big yards for the Warriors. So good play by the defensive line. Second down to nine for the Warriors, moving right to left. Muncie Bob under snap. He hands this one off oh, to Peter. Fumble, 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 fumble. fumble. Play 
but it appears they're going to be recovered by the Warriors. <clears throat> yeah, Andre, he fumbled back, urged the ball, went back, uh, back from him, and his defense, his offense line were able to jump on the ball. But his defense is coming alive for the Rose Hill Eagles, and the fans are definitely enjoying it as we have about 825 remaining here in the second quarter. If you're just now tuning in, Eagles on top with somebody score of Seven to zero. Well, Andre, I think they're earning their uh, nickname by Dr. Prince, the Angry Birds. They're the playing Angry Birds. <laughs> they're playing angrily, and they uh, again have third and uh, third, third, and, seven. third and seven for the uh, Warriors. Yes, sir. Moving right to left, Montevai on the snap, drop back to pass, roll to his right, and looks like he had a man, but that pass is going to be incomplete. Number twenty-five, Zach Baker, the intended receiver on the play, that's going to bring up. Fourth down for the Warriors. Yes, sir. That might be to his advantage. He had about four defenders around that receiver, so that would not have been good if he didn't catch it cleanly. So overthrow would be better than interception for if you're a Warriors fan. And that was actually a good pickup block by the running back, uh, Ethan uh, Ethan Peters, on that last play to kind of give uh, Munchivov an opportunity to kind of roll out. And he, if he had, he could have set his feet on that play. But do you know who was he, coming up there if, if that black one had been laid down? <laughs> Number 34. <laughs> Green. Green. He was coming. <laughs> At this point, it's fielded by Kelton, and he he's going to be brought down just past the 35-yard line. So the Eagles will have first and 10 moving left to right. Well, Andre, I got to share with you. Kelton, look like he was shot out of a cannon on that uh, on that punt return. I mean, he, he grabbed the ball and just took off with a, with a purpose. McCray, Kelton has been the X factor for the Rose Hill Eagles on offense. He's been had at least two amazing catches, at least for 20-plus yards so far here in this ballgame. I agree, and I, I like his confidence. I, as he's gone on through these years, through these games, he's gained more and more confidence, and he's shown it that he can be produced when called to do so. Our formation for the Eagles. Castillo on the snap. He hands off to the big man, Green up the middle, and he shares one tackle, and he's going to be brought down after a gain of about six yards on the play. Mr. Davis, he is one, one step to his right away from breaking that wide open. My goodness. <laughs> you cannot bring down the big man, Vontae Green, with an arm tackle. No, this sir. Was no, not sir. Happen. no, sir. You need, to, you need a, a team. You need a team. <laughs> <laughs> so a huge run on that last play by number 34, Vontae Green. That's going to bring up second and a manageable four yards for the Eagles. Ball is going to be placed at the 44-yard line. Castillo sends Fossil in motion. Oh. As we have a flag. Looks like he was going to just change over and reset as a yes, tight end, but he, he uh, missed the count. Yes, sir. As did Colin Fossil. So. Yes, sir. A false start on the Eagles. That's going to back them up five yards. Well, Andre, you made a comment earlier about being in front of the AC, sir, and I'm starting to feel the effect. So I'm I'm gonna go ahead and throw my rose hill top on. I felt it on the first week. I'm feeling it again. I'm trying not to let it bother me. As we have second and second and about eight for the Eagles. Ball placed at the thirty nine yard line, moving left and right. Our formation set up. Castillo under under center. Castillo takes a snap, he hands it out to the big man Green. This time he's gonna be brought down in the backfield. Loss of about a yard on the play. He might have gone to the well one too many times. He might need to mix it up a little bit more. 
Let's see the outside, left, outside, right. Yes, sir. Listen, though, your your partner over here also donned a sweater smartly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she gets cold. She gets cold easily. But she looks like she's a smart cookie, so you might want to take heat next time, sir. I I try. I try. You know, actually, I didn't notice last week that it was the fan that's behind us. I just thought it was just the outside breeze coming in. But I remember during the broadcast, I got cold. Yes, sir. Very cold. It appears that. Well, I thought it was fourth down. It's third down. In about nine for the Eagles. As Castillo sends Carolyn motion, drop back to pass, looks right, rolls like, and he has Look it fast. As you know it, Look McCray Kelton for a huge this reception on wow. another big game. Castillo rolls out to his right. He does have pressure coming from behind. I don't know if you heard the footsteps or not. And he did delivers McCray Kelton. There has there has been footsteps behind Kelton on every single reception, and it does not matter. He's going to catch that he ball. He still catches that ball. You mentioned the confidence of Kelton. You can tell that it has definitely grown. It has definitely gotten better throughout the duration of this season. Yes, and sir. we're witnessing it here tonight against the Warriors. Before our very eyes, we're watching the of a young, a young superstar. So let's keep this ball rolling, the first and ten, as you stated. Yes, sir. Moving left to right will be the Rose Hill Eagles. Our formation set up. Castillo under snap. He hands off to Matthew Carroll to the left side, and he's going to be brought down to pick up about a yard on the play. Okay, that's a nice way to mix it up. So they've gone off tackle to the left. Again, you don't want to be predictable. So you want to keep the defense on their heels. So uh, Coach Lane and his staff are mixing it up for the uh, for the Eagles. This smash mouth football is just amazing to me. Right. I, cause I'm, I'm going to be honest. I can't stand the spread formation. Now, <laughs> I don't like it. As they set up in the spread formation now. <laughs> we got two back set up for the Eagles as we have a flag on the play. Well, Andrew, you called it best when we started this broadcast. I mean, there's nothing like about there's nothing like Friday night lights. Oh, my goodness. It's and excellent. football in Texas is like, as American as American get. <laughs> so, as we have a false start charge against the Angry Birds, that's going to back them up. What was once second and nine will now be second and long for the Rose Hill Eagles. Yeah, it looks like they're going to second and 14. They'll have to make, make up for that false start. 534 remaining here in the second quarter. 7-0 to zero is our score in favor of the Angry Birds. Castillo takes a snap, throws it. He has a man. That pass is complete to number 88, Brandon Lambert, on the play. And that's nice. another guy that Castillo can definitely make a huge connection with so far uh, in this game. So far we've seen it from McCray Kelton. Now we're seeing it uh, to Lambert. Yeah, so Lambert's a, uh, just a tall set, but he's thicker. Yes. So he, he also shield defenders with his body. He got that in his bear basket and uh, took, it, you know, took it into his and it was taken down. Yes, so. sir. So that was a nice little game by the Rose Hill Eagles to gain a nice chunk of those yards back that they lost on that false start penalty. That's going to bring up third and eight. Yes, sir, which is manageable. 35-yard line. So still a back to back to throwing. He had Kelton uh, overshot him on that play. That pass is incomplete, and that's going to bring up fourth down. Yeah, it looked like um, Kelton ran a, a post or some uh, more of an angle route and Castillo threw straight down the field, almost like a uh, seam pass. So I don't know if that was a miscommunication or what. Or maybe Kelton was thrown off his route. But nonetheless, fourth down, and they're going to go ahead and punt. Well, that's definitely unfortunate for the Eagles to be on the other 50 to now have to punt here on fourth down. 
as this punt is up and it's going to go out of bounds. It appears that they're going to mark it at about the 27 yard line. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, not quite the kick Johnson, Eric Johnson would have liked, but nonetheless, uh, that's going to give the. Um, yeah, you know, that was not the kick that uh, Johnson would like, but we've seen just tremendous play from this Rose Hill defense. So I have all the confidence in the world that they're going to stop the Warriors here on this drive and give the ball back to their offense. I agree. I agree. I mean, they've 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 uh, gone as this game's progressed. The defense has uh, stiffened. So yes, sir. As we have about four minutes and thirty eight seconds to play here in the second quarter, Eagles on top, seven to zero. First down and ten for the Warriors. Moving right to moving right to left. As much of our hands this is off to Peters, and he's going to be brought down for a gain of no yards. Stephen White help on that play, sir. He he was being blocked. As a defensive end, he saw the the little trap play and still got off his block and was able to make that play. Well, I don't know what happened on that opening drive, but so far the Eagles' defense <laughs> is just unbelievable. They're stingy. The they are very stingy the at this Warriors point. Warriors have not been able to get anything off so far. Correct. I don't know if they're uh, they're in that Warrior playbook or not, but I tell you what, the Eagles are definitely ready to play. They've come to play tonight in front of their home crowd. So Peters lost the yards on that play. That's going to bring up second and 11. As Munchyvov hands this one off to the fullback up the middle, he's going to be brought down and gain of about three yards on the play. Yes, sir. I guess uh, boys are trying a variety of different ways to get some positive uh, yards. Remember, they're coming from the – they started with the 27-yard line? Yes, sir. They started the 27-yard line, and they went backwards. Now they find themselves at the 29-yard line as we have third and eight for the Warriors moving right to left. And as we're starting to see that the Warriors are trying to, you know, mix things up, and as a coaching staff, that's what you do. You know, you don't continue to do the same thing over and over again. You definitely don't want to get predictable. If it's not working, then you've got to mix some things up. Hopefully you can start moving the ball as the Warriors find themselves with third and eight. As Montevall sends a man in. Oh, here's Washington. a trickery. Here's a trickery. a trickery going on. Oh! Uh, there's a three flicker. Flattened. It was a three figure, but he was flattened. By number 75, Absolutely. Mallory. Wow. Wow. That was a that was going to be – and the receiver was running down the sidelines, streaking down the sidelines, so the three picker was forming, formulating, but before the quarterback even could even cock his arm back. Well, I tell you what. That, that was a hit. That quarterback is going to tell, Coach, don't run that play. <laughs> no, My he, goodness. He was toast on that one, sir. Number 75, <laughs> Seth Mallory. Just flatten him. I know for a fact he's going to add that play to his highlight. <laughs> I know he will. You're, you're probably too young to remember the original Die Hard, but uh, one of the lines was, and the quarterback's toast. <laughs> <laughs> and that punt is going to go out of bounds at about the 38, between the 38 and 39 yard line of the Warriors. <laughs> so the Eagles will have first down and 10, moving left to right after a huge stop on third down by the defensive tackle, number 75, Seth Mallory. And I can understand you, and it, it, it seems that on that last play, they pissed the ball off. They handed off three plays in a row before they finally tried to drop back and pass. I can understand one handoff, 
maybe two handoffs. Okay, now it's time to throw the ball. But they handed off three times. They did literally three reverses yes. before they finally decided they're going to throw the ball. That was too many reverses at this stage of the game. Yes, sir. And that gave the defense, whoever was uh, efforting towards the quarterback, that gave them more time to actually get there because they're still handing off left, like you didn't reverse, reverse, reverse. Then finally pitch it back to the quarterback. And by the time he gets the ball to throw, yes. He's out of time. Yeah, and, uh, the, only, the only way that I'm going to do that many reverse at this stage of the game is if I truly, truly trust and have confidence in my blocking. And even then, three reverses still, the high school football, that's still too mean to say you're doing a trick play. Yes, sir. And I well, see that you're about to uh, get the paper ready. Yes, sir. I, I, wanna... have, I know we have time to thank our sponsors. We have about two minutes and 21 seconds remaining here in the second quarter. And we would left definitely thank our sponsors, Mobius uh, Cafe and Pizzeria. You can ask for Henry or Barbara, you can contact Mobius at 979-251-9951, 979-251-9955. Mobius Cafe and Pizzeria in oh. Brenham. <laughs> Mobius Cafe Pizzeria. Yes, sir. As we have 221 remaining here in the second quarter, you're just now tuning in to Eagles football. They're on top by the score of 7-0. to zero. First down and 10 for the Eagles, moving left to right. Ball placed at the... 37-yard line. Costillo hands it off to the big man Green up the middle, and he's going to be brought down at the, after a gain of one yard on the play. Nice little counter play, a little trap. They ran inside, faked it to McCray Kelton going to the left, and handed a little trap inside back to uh, Vontae Green. And that's, and that's what I mean when I say switching some things. The Rose Hill Eagles are doing an excellent job of that. There are times we see them go on the center. Yes. They'll, go into the, they'll go into the spread offense, mix some things up, that's what and I even a little bit old school right formation, like you said. Absolutely. Huh? That's what I mean when I say you can't be predictable. Yes, That's sir. Bring up second down and about seven. As Costillo sends Carol in motion to the left side. Costillo drop back to pass. Looks at Rose. Up. He's Ooh, that one. He, man, he airs this one. Wow. Oh my goodness. Wow. That pass is caught wow. by number ten, McCray. How many yards does this young man have this already? This man has to have at least close to 100 yards already in, here in this in first this half first of the game. Half. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I mean, I thought um, Castillo aired that up a little uh, he high. He kind of aired that up up for grabs a little bit. Because he, he had he had pressure coming. So, That's he did air it. But, again, the ball fell right into uh, Greg Kelton's yeah. lap. You know, I'm not at practice, but I can definitely – you can tell the chemistry between – Cameron Castillo and McCray Kelton because he aired that one up, but he just had the confidence that his guy, McCray Kelton, was going to come down with it. He's been doing it so far in the first half. It's been working, and it worked on that last play. It did, and I got to credit the coaches that because obviously they, they've been running these plays enough, and they've, they've formulated that chemistry yes. over time to, like you said, believe that he's going to come down with it yes. despite the fact defenders were on the quarterback as he threw it as well as defenders were on the receiver as he caught it. And you can tell that the coaches have talked to both of them and said, hey, Trust each other. Yes, you sir. guys are playing with each other. Trust him. That trust him to get open. And he's going to catch Thank the ball. You. And trust that your man is going to. And trust that your that your quarterback is going to get you the ball. Yes, sir. You can tell that, that chemistry has definitely worked for these two guys as they have connected on more than three long passes for at least twenty plus yards here in the first half. They have, and uh, it was again. You can't get any better than Friday night football in Texas. It is a little breezy in here. We had AC working, and here's time for speaking the AC. Auto check. <laughs> I'm sure they can check your auto of your of your uh, check your AC of your automobile. You can reach auto check. Call Steve at 281-440-1188. 281-440-1188. Ask for Steve, and he take care of any of your auto needs, as well as 
Temple of Refuge Ministries. Temple of Refuge Ministries. Got to mention Temple of Refuge Ministries in Prairie View. <laughs> Dr. Mike Prince. Dr. Mike Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. Yes, Visit Temple of Refuge Ministries. First down and 10 for the Eagles, moving left to right. Castillo, drop back to pass, and he has Lambert. This oh. pass looks like it's going to be intercepted by number three, Ethan Barrett. And Andre, he's he's down. Um, as he delivered that oh. ball, oh, he's back up. Okay, he he took a shot. Um, he yeah, stood he, his ground, and that defender was bearing down on him as he released. Yeah, most of Castillo passes, he's been flushed out of the pocket. You know, he's been pressured. He hasn't really had an opportunity to kind of sit in the pocket and step into his throws. Right, and that particular time, he stayed there, delivered the ball, and took a shot in the process. Unfortunately, through an interception. Fortunate if you're a Warriors fan. Unfortunately, you're an Eagles fan. Yeah, and that did, that yeah. does give the Eagles the ball at the 30, um, the short side of uh, the field for the Warriors. They have seven yes, yards sir. to go for a touchdown. They only have a minute and 25 seconds to do so before the halftime. First down and 10 for the Warriors as the crowd has come alive here in Tumball, Texas, at the 30-yard line, moving right to left. Oh, and nice. And throws to the right. This pass is batted down. By big number 78. That's Stephen yes, Whitehead. Sure. He went a little J.J. Watton, uh, jumped up and <laughs> batted that ball down. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Number 78, Stephen Whitenheff on that last play, and that's going to bring up second and 10 for the Warriors. Moving right to left, ball placed at the 30-yard line. We have about a minute and 23 seconds left here in the second quarter. The Angry Birds on top of this one by the score of 7-0. to zero. This is a close one. So and what did I tell you, Mr. Cobb? What's that? The fans will come alive as the Warriors. Is he going to hand this one off to the fullback up the middle for a gain of no yards on the play? That was number five. Ethan number five for the Warriors. The big linebacker, uh, Cliff Manning, 53. Yes, sir. Lead tackler on the team. And I told you, Mr. Cobb, no yes, matter what the score is, the fans will come alive here at Rose Hill. Mm-hmm. And, and, you're, and you're familiar with Rose Hill, so you know all of this. Yes, sir. I've, I've been here for four years now. and It's, again, a great community, and we're so grateful for uh, Dr. Prince and, and the Open Mic Broadcast Network for giving the opportunity to showcase our kids. And, and again, as you stated, uh, faith in uh, sports. Yes, sir. As we have 40 seconds and counting on the game clock here in the second quarter as Muncie Bob Fakes this one, and he throws back the pass, and that pass is broken up. Broken up. Number three, three Jacob Barrera. Barrera. Nice play. I mean, he he, he did <laughs> he a work. He for that one. Yes, sir. Remember, as you stated earlier, Andre, once that ball's up, that defender treats that ball as though he's a receiver, and then it's whoever gets to the ball first. Well, the Warriors have had no luck through the air so far here in the first half. I believe that was only their, like, their fourth, third or fourth pass attempt here in the first half, and they have not had any luck so far as that last incompletion is going to bring up fourth down for the Warriors. You're great, Mr. Davis. And what, what's happening is uh, they, they, um, they're going to another alternate, alternate route because, again, if not had success, they're going to try a different strategy. Yes, sir. As we have timeout on the field, timeout charge against the Warriors, fourth down coming up when they return to the field with 33 seconds remaining on the game clock here late in the second quarter. Eagles on top of this one by the score of 7-0. to zero. You're just now tuning in. Andre Davis alongside Mr. Kendall Cobb broadcasting live from Tom Ball, Texas, right here on the Open Mic Broadcast Network. Rose Hill Nation, exactly. And then we want to take this time to, to recognize uh, some of our sponsors. Um, let's go back with Hexair Comfort Solutions. 
located right here uh, near Town Ball in Cypress off of Shield Road, 22803 Shield Road. Go to Hex Air Comfort Solutions for any of your heating or cooling needs. Cooling needs. <laughs> I have a I have a cooling problem in my car. <laughs> Do you? They, uh, <laughs> I may need some Freon. Can they uh, help you with that? They, they might be able to take care of you, so call that number. <laughs> uh, the punting unit comes out for both teams. Number 10, McCray Kelton. Number 7, Matthew Carroll. Back to receive the punt for the Eagles. And this one's going to be filled by Matthew Carroll as he shares one defender. He runs to the left side, tries to run back to the right, and he's going to be brought down right at the 25-yard line. Now, I don't know if he was trying to eat clock or not. Um, and if I'm the Eagles, I would just probably take a meal. With 21 seconds remaining here in the second half, you're going to get the ball back at the start of the third quarter. Correct. I would take a meal right here, just let this clock run out. You've done an excellent job here in the first half, even though it may not resemble on the scoreboard. Score is only 7-0. to zero. But the Roseville Eagles are definitely moving the ball on offense. We've seen that it's working out for them. I would just take a meal right here. Let this clock run out. I would agree, Andre. I mean, you're exactly right. I mean, they seem, although the score doesn't reflect, they seem to be in control of this game. They're moving the ball at will. Um, they haven't scored often, but take the knee, as you stated, and uh, Coach Lane agrees. And going to halftime, <laughs> going to halftime with that 7 0 well, lead, come I back out. Well, I could have been wrong. I could have treated it like Madden. You know, even though you got 23 <laughs> seconds left when you're playing Madden, you still want to try to go for the deep. Yeah. <laughs> if the Rose Hill would have did that, I would have been mad. You know, I would have been mad. Tell you what, if, 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 if Coach Lane and his staff had done something like that, that would have been hey, real life mad. Mr. Carr, sometimes you just got to put the exclamation point on it. You know? Sometimes you got to show the other team, I don't care how much time it's up. This is our house. A little Sean Payton like he did in the Super Bowl with yes, the onside kick, right? Yes, <laughs> well, that last meal is going to bring us to our halftime point here for this particular broadcast. Rose Hill Eagles on top of this one by the score of 7-0. to zero. And as I mentioned before, uh, Mr. Cobb, even yes, though even though it's not showing, it's not reflecting on the scoreboard, this is definitely anybody's ball game. The yes, score sir. is only 7-0. to zero. We've seen more production from Rose Hill in this ball game more than we have for the Woodlands. You you have, and uh, you know the saying goes, Mr. Davis. They say if it's not broke, don't fix it. In this case, uh, the Warriors' offense is broken, so they're going to need to make some uh, adjustments for the second half. Because again, although the score doesn't necessarily reflect it, I, I can uh, I agree. I mean, Rose still seems to be in control of this game in terms of how they're monitoring the play call, the selection, how they're uh, defending. Yes. The, the, the individuals, the team seems to be confident in yes. their ability to stop them, and the coach is showing that confidence because they'll they'll have the defense. Uh, uh, play right. regardless of the ball location. Right. And, and the thing is, and the only score on our scoreboard by the Rose Hill Eagles came from the big man, yes. Fonte Green, off of the 18-yard touchdown reception in the second quarter at the 940 mark. Yeah, that was a nice little play, a little screen pass today. Uh, he looked to his left and did to back, dumped it off to Fonte to the right. He did have a, a caravan of uh, or convoy of blockers ahead of him. I mean, he did do some running as well because he was tackled as he fell into the end zone, but a wonderful oh job to, to mix up the plays and uh, get into the end zone for the Rose Oh, my goodness, uh, Mr. Mr. Cobb. On that last, on that play, he had, he's, and we mentioned it before, Vontae Green is already a workload within himself. And yes, then you put blockers. Yes, sir, in open in, field. In open field. Yes, sir. 
in front of that workload, yes. he had nothing but daylight on that on that play. I was sure that uh, Warrior defender had a lump in his throat before he made contact with that. With that <laughs> the defender that took a deep breath and just. All right. Bear down and just. <laughs> but an excellent play by uh, number 34, Vontae Green, on that touchdown, an 18-yard touchdown reception to give the Eagles their only score, seven to zero so far here uh, in this ball game. And even though he has not got in the end zone yet, mark my words, I just I feel it coming. Number ten, yes sir, McCray Kelton. Before we go to break, let's talk about the play of Cameron Castillo and number ten McCray Kelton. Just just the connection between those two. Your thoughts on that so, so far? So you called it earlier in the game. You, they practice all year, and they seem to have a chemistry between them. And you can see it. I mean. Kelton is, is, is wherever the wherever Castillo throws the ball, Kelton's going to get it. And Castillo oh believes God. that. Oh so when he releases the ball with high pressure, and he's still able to get that ball off, even with people hanging on him, and Kelton brings that ball in each and every time. I mean, yes. this has been, as I said, I agree with you. In this second half, I expect to see number 10 in the end zone maybe a couple of times. Because, again, the, 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 the line is doing their job of holding off the defenders, and the ball's in the air, and Kelton is bringing that ball down. Not to mention – Ray Lambert made a great catch as well. Now, so, yes, sir, and and these, of course, these stats are are definitely unofficial. If you're just now tuning in, but I have McCray Kelton at four receptions for 90 yards so far here in the first half. And another thing to note, Mr. Cobb, is none of these passes were wide open passes. Yes, sir. These were like second and long, third and long passes. But these were passes that uh, Castillo had to kind of squeeze into kind of double coverage. On those plays. You're exactly right. You called it right before you just said it. Not only were they difficult passes with the defenders around, but these were high-pressure situations. They needed yards. The Eagles needed those yards. So these were catches were made third and long, or at that long penalty, they had to go 20 yards. And they got exactly 20 yards on that one pass. So they're doing what needs to be done. Yes, sir. And, um, and again, it's just a testament to the coaching staff at Rose Hill and the players themselves. Remember, the coaches can draw up 1,000 plays. Yes, so they, it's all about the execution. The players have to execute, and they're doing their job of execution, executing yes. as they need to. Yes, sir. So great job, as you mentioned before, by the coaching staff of the Rose Hill Eagles so far in that first half. Great job by the defense of Rose Hill Eagles, and a great job by the quarterback Cameron, Cameron Costillo making the connections to number 10, McCray Kelton, so far there in that first half. Another great job by number 34, Vontae Green, on the 18-yard touchdown reception in the second quarter at the 940 mark as we have about 23 minutes remaining on the game clock before the start of our third quarter. We're going to take a break, and we're going to come back before the start of the third quarter. We're going to break, finish breaking down the first half, and we're going to talk about what is expected in the second half. You're just now tuning in. We're at our halftime point with 23 minutes remaining until the start of our third quarter. Eagles on top of this one by the score of Seven to zero. Andre Davis alongside Mr. Kendall Cobb broadcasting live from Tomball, Texas, right here on the My Broadcast Network. Keep it where you got it, and we'll be right back.
And welcome back to Eagles football right here on the Open Mic Broadcast Network. Andre Davis alongside Mr. Kendall Cobb as time has just went down and we are ready for the start of our third quarter as the Eagles will be receiving the ball for the start of our third quarter as the Warriors kick this one off and it's going to be filled at about the 35-yard line and he's going to be brought down immediately now that's an interesting play, Andre. Uh, I said that he kicks the ball to the just beyond the first two ways of of uh, of uh, receivers, and the ball flies up to ten yards. Yes, sir. Rosio got caught a couple weeks ago with an onside kick. Now that was an onside kick, but nonetheless, once that ball goes ten yards, it's anyone's ball. Yes, so sir. I thought the Eagles should have played, should have um, shown more enthusiasm to get to that ball. First down and ten for the Eagles, moving left to right. Ball plays at the twenty-one yard line. Castillo on the snappy hands. This one, well, he's going to be brought down in the backfield. Hey, they could have thrown the flag on that one. <laughs> the whistle was blown, and somehow a defender still was able to push Castillo down. Russ didn't call the whistle. Well, I'm not sure if that was. I didn't a, call the flag. But. Absolutely. And I'm not sure if that was a blown play or not. But nonetheless, Castillo was brought down in the backfield, and that's going to bring up second and long for the Rose Hill Eagles. And while we have a quick break, some more action going on on OBN Radio. The Wall of Bulldogs are playing as well. They're taking on Magnolia, and they're down by the score of 27-6 to six in the second quarter. Second down and long. Costillo hands it off to Green to the right side, and he's going to be brought down. Wasn't able to pick up much yards on the play. I think he just got enough to get back to the line of scrimmage. That's going to bring up third and about 15 for the Eagles. Yes, sir. The Eagles are only on like the 18-yard line, so they definitely need to get some positive yards on this third down or they'll be punting. And speaking of positive yards, if I am the Eagles, I will go with that connection that's been working <laughs> for them so far in the first half. Costillo to Kelton. Yes, I'm sir. calling it right here on third yes, down. I'm yes, not sure sir. if it's going to happen, but we're going to see as we have third and long for the Eagles moving left to right. Two back set up. Alongside Costillo. Costillo oh. takes a snap. He pitches it to the left to Carroll. And he's going to try to pick up some yards in the play. He like he picked up about four yards past the 20-yard line. But he's not going to have nowhere near enough for the Eagles first down. That's going to bring up fourth and ten. Yeah, that was a speed, a quick pitch to, to the left, to the Eagles left. And um, netted maybe a few yards. Four, four or five yards, but again, not enough. It's fourth and ten. So, well, and we're and we're in nowhere uh, near needing to uh, panic if you are fans of Rose Hill, specifically because of how well the defense had played so far in that first half. As number twenty-five, that I believe is going to be Zach Baker is going to call for fair catch on that punt return. As the Warriors will start with. Excellent, excellent field positioning here on this opening drive in the third quarter. As we have about 9.45 remaining at the beginning of the third quarter, Eagles on top listen by a score of 7-0. to zero. Yes, sir, and they have the 44-yard line going in. So uh, that's great field position for them. Um, uh, Eagles would love to get more, get more on that punt by Johnson. But nonetheless, the defense is held, so let's see if they can continue to do so. Moving right to left are the Warriors. First down and 10. High formation set up. Muncie throw this one. That pass is going to be complete past the 20, and he's going to be brought down out of bounds 
at about the 16, we're going to call that 17-yard line. A nice connection to number 25, Zach Baker, on that play to get the Warriors a fresh set of downs. Yes, sir. That was just a little hitch pass that this guy took for a lot of yards after after the catch. I mean, he broke the first defender and got on that sideline. Crowd has come alive here in Tomball, Texas. I-formation set up for the Warriors as he's had this one off. Oh. Golden, and he's going to be brought down, but we do have flags on the play, and we already know what that flag is going to be for. Yeah, he, he grabbed uh, the tackle around the helmet area, took him yes, down by sir. that area. Definitely be a personal foul. First down and goal, undoubtedly, if they get 15 yards. Yes, sir. Face mask, personal, personal foul. foul. Yeah. Yes, sir. Personal foul, face mask, charge against. Yeah, I don't people. necessarily. I don't know if he necessarily grabbed his face mask, but he did grab him around the helmet area. Yeah, which he still, did. He did. still warrants the call. I'm not sure. I thought it was going to be a horse collar. But none- yeah, I, I thought as yes. well. Yes, but sir. nonetheless, that's going to be a fresh set of downs for the Warriors. That's going to make this first and goal as they are right at, well, it's like they're about at the nine-yard line. Yes, sir. So they don't have 10 yards to go before they can pick up a first down. Watch this play going by the screen. The Warriors do have to score here. Moving right to left, the ball plays at the nine-yard line. Munchie Bob, and he hands this one off up the middle to – Golden, and we're waiting to hear the signal. And the appears that oh, the energized run by Zach Golden, and they're going to rule this one a touchdown for. It was a penalty on the play, and it was charged against the Eagles. The penalties decline, and it's going to be a touchdown for the Warriors. Miss Davis, it looks like we have a ball game here. Yes, sir. And yes, I mentioned sir. this before. Even though it wasn't represented, even though how well the Eagles played in the first half, the score is only seven to zero. Definitely anybody's ball game. And that you just mentioned with this extra point by number twenty-two, mm-hmm. Matthew Chion, the kick is up and it is good. So with that last score, we are all tied at seven here from Tomball, Texas. Eight fifty remaining here in the third quarter. Yes, sir. Now this doesn't reflect. Uh, shows in the box score in terms of yards, but the Eagles, I'm sure, are by far many more yards ahead of the Warriors in terms of, uh, you know, uh, yards gained per play. Absolutely. But, again, the score is still knotted up as a result of uh, little plays like what we just Absolutely, saw. Absolutely, because the Eagles are moving the ball. That's one thing that they, that they don't have a problem with. They have enough offensive weapons to move the ball. you got Castillo at quarterback. you got Matthew Carroll. you got Vontae Green. you got McCray Kelton. You have these offensive weapons to move the ball they showed no problems with that in the first half against the Warriors, even though it didn't really represent on the scoreboard. Score was only 7-0. to zero. They had no problems moving the ball, and I have no doubt that they're not going to have any problems moving the ball here in the second half. I agree. Uh, again, they're going to have to bear down and, and put string a series of positive plays together, not just go for the home run, but also just get basic uh, first down after first down so they can get into uh, yes, score position. 8.50 remaining here in the third quarter. Number seven, Matthew Carroll back deep to receive the kick for the Eagles. As we have number 22, Matthew Cheon kicking this one off for the Warriors. As he kicks this one, this one's going to be fielded by Carroll 
at oh, he's a blocking. He has some blocking, line. sir. He has some blocking on the right side. He, he gets past the 20. He's going to be brought down at about the 25-yard line. As the Eagles are going to have a fresh set of downs here on the second on their second offensive drive here in the third quarter. Yes, sir. It looks like uh, again uh, they're on the 20-yard line, so 80 yards to go. Oh no, sorry, excuse me, 26-yard line. Correct. Yes, sir. And um, they're going to have 74 yards to go. And let's see what they can do with the ball. Ball placed at the right hash mark, 26-yard line, moving left to right are the Eagles. Trips to the left. As Castillo takes the snap, he hands this one off to the big man Green up the middle, and he's going to be brought down to gain of about three yards on the play. Yeah, Green's going to be chipping through the line that time, so just just – Instead of road grading, um, he's definitely going to go back to his old running style. He wants to get more yards. And if I'm green, you know, you're just as big as, if not bigger than half of the Warriors' defense. <laughs> On that first contact, I want to see him keep those legs moving. Yes, sir. To pick up an extra two or three yards for the Eagles. As we have second and about six, ball placed at about the 30-yard line. Moving left to right. Oh, and fumble, fumble, fumble. A snap. And it will be recovered by the Warriors, as you mentioned, the former Rose Hill Eagle himself, number 34, Zach Golden. (laughs) Wow. So he he turned things around for the Warriors, and now they have the ball going in at what what yard line? It appears that they're going to place it at the 28-yard line of the Eagles. And this could be a game changer right here, Andre. Again, you know, Rose Hill, <laughs> we talked about the domination in terms of yardage in the first half. But again, the uh, Warriors come out, score. Now they have a turnover, and they're knocking on the door for a second score. First and 10 for the Eagles. I mean, excuse me, for the Warriors. Moving right to left. Montebob on the snap. Eye formation. Montebob takes the snap, looks at his right, throws right, and he has a man. That pass is complete, and he's going to be brought down. After a gain of about six yards on the play, that was number 25, Zach Baker, on the reception for the Warriors. Again, a little, a little uh, bubble screen. He catches it, turns it in for, turns it in towards the uh, defenders, and gets, like you said, and that was the same bubble screen that they ran on the previous drive to the same person, number 25, Zach Baker, and he was able to pick up. 20-plus yards yes, on that play. Yes, sir. Now, they, the first time he was on the left pass, this time he's on the right side. But, again, still positive yards in both cases. Here's Zach Monty, Golden. Yes, sir. Monty Ball hands off to Zach Golden up the middle, and he's going to be brought down, but not before getting a first down for the Warriors. As well, – yes, sir. Well, they're going to say he's – just short. Mm. <laughs> half, of, half, of ball half of maybe not even half, maybe just a, a, a quarter inch <laughs> of the ball length to get the first down. So we have third and inches for the Warriors. For ball plays at the and they're gonna do a quarterback sneak up the middle and it appears that he will have enough for the first down. Yes, sir, that was a predictable play, and it, he did what he needed to do by going pushing forward, getting a little assistance from his from well, his running backs. Well, and as we mentioned before, he didn't even have – he had less than a yard to get for the first down uh, on that last play. And typically at this 
stage of the game, it's, it's usually not hard to get to get a half of a exactly. yard. You, know, you, you got your four pushed by your linemen. You got your your uh, running backs assisting. Absolutely. So the Warriors will start this with a fresh set of downs. Ball placed at about the 16-yard line. First down and 10 for the Warriors, moving right to left. One back set. Montevall under center. Oh, here's a pass. He dropped back to pass. Whoa. It's swatted away. Nice play. And I believe Is that, that was. No, that's number. I believe that was number three. Yeah. Jacob Barrera. Nice play. That's going to be his second pass breakup so far in this ball game. But it looked to be uh, that uh, Zach Baker was ready to take that. Yes, sir. Receive it in the end zone for a second score. And and Zach and and one thing I want to mention, number three, Jacob Barrera. You know he's not a big guy, but he plays big. A good point. He plays good big. point. Yes, sir. He jumps up. He gets the ball. He's not afraid to go off or anything. He plays big for his size. And that's actually like the third or fourth play he's made this game already Absolutely. in terms of turning the tide. That's going to bring up second and ten for the Warriors. Munchibob takes the snap, and he hands this one off at the middle, and he's going to be stopped after a gain of about two yards on the play. That was a hard two yards. And that was number 34, Zach Golden, on that run for – the Warriors, as you mentioned, that was a hard two yards because he was stopped at the line of scrimmage, but he kept those legs moving. The same thing I want to see for Vontae Green. Keep those it. legs moving to pick up at least a couple of yards you, at the first at when you uh, first receive contact. Mr. Davis, you took the words out of my mouth, and I was going <laughs> to say the exact same thing. That's what Vontae Davis and all the running backs are also need to do. So we have a huge third down for the Warriors as much about takes the snap, and this pass is intercepted by the Eagles. And he gets past the 30, the 35, and he's going to be brought down at about the 40-yard line on the far side of the field. Well, you know, that's and, like he threw the ball into traffic. So I am I not believe, surprised. I believe that was number three. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness, ladies and gentlemen, number three, Jacob Barrera. Again, not a big guy, but he plays big. He comes up with a huge stop defensively for the Eagles to get their offense back on the field as we have a tie ball game at 7 with 534 remaining here in the third quarter. Momentum changer right there. Wow. Yes, sir. First down and 10 for the Eagles. Moving left to right. Ball placed at the 38-yard line. Our formation for the Eagles. Castillo takes a snap. He hands this one oh, nice. the middle to Carroll. He runs to the left side. He's going to be brought down after a gain of a yard on the play. Matthew Carroll showing some resistance on that yeah. play. You know, not, not afraid to go down. You know, after not after the first contact. No, he spun off that one uh, defender and got some additional yards. Yes, Again, sir. Not a super large guy. Um, Shows some shifty movement exactly, on that play. Exactly. Uh, some uh, scat back. Yes, sir. So he picks up a nice game for the Eagles as they find themselves at about second and seven. Ball plays at the 41-yard line, moving left to right. Trips to the left for the Eagles. Castillo takes a snap, rolls to his right. Oh, oh look at that. Oh. Tries to keep it, and he's going to be brought down by the neck at the 40-yard oh, line. Also. Along with myself, the Eagles fans, and the Eagle coaches were looking for some yellow laundry on the plate, but we didn't get any. <laughs> no, sir. That was Cash Kelso, believe it or not. So he's in, uh, thought he was going to pitch the ball to Devontae Green. He did not. So yes, Kelso's sir. now in the quarterback. Cash Kelso is in at quarterback. The injured quarterback, he, he injured his tailbone before the season started. 
and he has found himself back and playing for the Eagles as he sends Carroll in motion, takes a snap, rolls to his left, and he's going to throw oh. this one, and he had a wide-open Matthew Carroll, but just a little bit too high for him as it goes incomplete, and that's going to bring up fourth down for the Eagles. Yeah, that was a great opportunity to keep some momentum rolling, but nonetheless, uh, incomplete pass stops the clock and is fourth in about eight, so they're going to punt oh, my and um, hopefully pin the uh, Warriors back. Uh, so a missed opportunity for the Eagles. as an excellent interception on defense by uh, number three, Jacob Burrell. We're, wanting to, we're hoping for the Eagles to kind of gain a little bit more momentum on that particular offensive possession, but they find themselves on fourth down and punting this one away as number 25, Zach Baker feels this one at about the 30-yard line, and he's going to be stopped. Wow, this big hit by Ben Nicholson. <laughs> by number six, yes, sir, Ben Nicholson of the Rose Hill Eagles. And the one thing I've noticed, you can definitely tell that the coaches of Rose Hill have definitely taught their guys fundamentals. Oh, tackle. That was uh, another textbook tackle going low, low, not going high. Great job there by Ben Nicholson on that last play. Yes, sir. And, again, I mean, that's what's, that's going to be the key. Make sure you do textbook tackles. Make sure you're cutting your turn your fenders back into your uh, runners back into your uh, defenders and making plays. Let me just touch on something you mentioned earlier yes, about sir. that uh, not taking advantage of that momentum change. You know, again, you have a, you have to capitalize on moments like that. You have an interception, it changes the moment, swing of things. You def- definitely score off of those. Yes, sir. First down and ten for the Warriors. Muscleball pitched this one to Peters to the right side, and he's going to be brought down for no gain on the play. As we have 340 and counting remaining here in the third quarter. Wow. Third this quarter is away, just like that, but we are all tied at seven here in this ball game. On that last play, that's going to bring up second and nine for the Warriors. Ball placed at the, it appears to be the 34-yard line. Warriors moving right to left. Let me share something with you. Ben Nicholson, who made that tackle, was just a freshman. Now he's now in at the left uh, cornerback, hmm. so he's able-bodied. Don't, don't yes, let sir. his young he, age fool you. He put his head in there. He's Absolutely. a ball player. Second down and nine for the Warriors. Muncie Bob on the snap. He dropped back to pass. He's going to air this one long, and that pass is going to be incomplete. So they're going to try the young cornerback on that first play, and um, ball was overthrown. The fact that number three, Jacob Barrera has come in the clutch for the Eagles on defense. They continue to go to his side. They do, and he's, <laughs> he's a safety on that side, and somehow they, they thought they can squeeze one in um, on, to no avail in this instance. But, again. And I can't help but stress that not a big safety. No, Listen no. about maybe 5'7", five, 5'8", yes, five, at the most. It's that. that. Yes, but sir. he plays big. Yes, sir. That last complete incompletion that's going to bring up third down and long as – Monty Ball hands this one off to the right side, and he's going to be brought down behind the line of scrimmage. That was well, – he decided to, it was a broken play, and he decided to keep this one himself. Sir, and, you are not wrong in stating and reiterating the fact of uh, Jacob Barrera. I mean, he is playing very large. Awesome. And I, I concur. I mean, he's he's out there. He's everywhere. He's a safety now, and he's making plays. So, let's see what we oh, have. Oh, as we have flags on the play, a personal foul, face mag, face mask on the play that's going to be charged against Rose Hill Eagles. That's going to give the Warriors a fresh set of downs with excellent field position. The ball is going to be placed right at the 49-yard line. Yeah, wow. Unfortunate for uh, Rose Hill, but 
Yeah, you had to watch where you place your hands. I didn't necessarily see the face mask from this vantage point. It was but, uh, it was on the far side of the field, so we couldn't quite see exactly where the face mask took place. But nonetheless, personal foul charge against the Angry Birds, and that's going to give the Warriors a fresh set of downs, ball placed at the 49-yard line. Warriors moving right to left. High formation setup. Munchabog takes a stab, and he's going to pitch this one to Peters, oh, and he has nowhere to go, and he's brought down out of bounds. Nice open field tackle by Matthew Carroll. Yes, sir. Matthew Carroll had a defender of, of blocker on him. He sheds that blocker and makes that play. That that the, that runner stretched that play out to the sideline. Yes, sir, and he tried to stretch that one to the tie. He really didn't have any room to work with. That's the thing when you're moving east and, when you're moving east and west. Sometimes right. you have to try to find just a little bit of crease as much as you can to try to maybe you might only only pick up two, maybe three yards on the play, but that's better than just getting Correct. to the line of scrimmage or losing yards. Correct. And yeah, you said you said that so well, exactly. Because he's back at the line of scrimmage instead of turning it up and getting a couple yards out of that. So it appears that we have a quarterback change for the Warriors. Number ten, Jake Hallward comes in the game for the Warriors as he dropped back the pass and he finds Baker but behind the line of scrimmage and he's gonna be brought down by two Eagle defenders. Number five Hans Ramirez. Ramirez, yes, sir. And I believe the other one was number 10, McCray Kelton, as well. So that's going to bring up third and about 12 for the Warriors as we have an injured Warriors on the field. And that was a good play by uh, Hans Ramirez, Ramirez sniffing that out, taking that defender down. And, and he's going to take a knee and yes, while the medical staff tends to down the Warrior. Yes, sir. While we have a break in the action, we have about a minute and 33 seconds remaining here in the third quarter. Our score is 7-0, to zero, and it looks like he's up on his feet. That was number 54. Actually, uh, we, I think it's going to be Pierce McBride. 64. Yes, sir. Two, excuse me, yeah, 64, Pierce McBride, the junior offensive lineman. It appears that he walked off on his own, so it's good to see that uh, that he walked off on his own. That's the one thing that comes with the territory in this sport of football. You know, injuries is going to come with the territory. We mentioned before with uh, number 33, uh, John Ragusa. Yes, sir. He's out due to an injury. You know, that's just one of the unfortunate things that come with this game. You're right. And let me just point something out. You know, I took note to actually uh, Pierce slipping a couple of plays prior to this um, after a play, and that just shows you the toughness, physical and mental toughness of these players out here giving it their all. Yes, sir. So a big third down for the Warriors. Ball placed at the 46-yard line. Moving right to left. Hallsworth. Drop back the pass. He's going to be flushed out of the pocket. He's going to try to run this up the middle. He's going to be brought down wow. with no gain on the play. That play was made from the ground by, was that Zach Clay? He was, <laughs> he was being blocked and from the ground, sir. He grabbed yes, sir. that, defender, that uh, runner back, uh, the quarterback's leg. Yes, sir. So another excellent defensive stop by the Angry Birds. That's going to bring up fourth and 12 for the Warriors. Number seven, Matthew Carroll. And number 10, McCray Kelton back to receive the punt for the Eagles. As this point is up, here we go. Fielded by Kelton at the 20 yard line. He's got a cannon. blocker, and he's going to be brought down past the 35, just at about the 36 yard line. And yes, sir, Mr. Cobb, <laughs> he shot out like a cannon. The acceleration that he used on that play 
was unbelievable. Yes, sir. He was one uh, one broken uh, tackle away from uh, taking up the sideline, sir. And had he broken <laughs> that last tackle. So that's, that's again, that, that speaks to that young man's abilities and confidence. So after a great defensive stop by the Rose Hill Eagles and an excellent punt return by McCray Kelton, the Eagles going to start this drive at about the 37-yard line, moving left to right, first down and 10. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. As we have stoppage in the play, as the Woodlands are going to call a timeout with exactly 32 seconds remaining here late in the third quarter, we are all tied at seven. Andre Davis alongside Mr. Kendall Cobb broadcasting live from Tomball, Texas, right here on the Open Mic Broadcast Network. Yes, sir. And let's take this time to nod some of our sponsors. Uh, start with Farmers Insurance Agency at the Hempstead location. You can contact Latanya Chapel at 979-826-3026, 979-826-3026. For any of your insurance needs. And also, Bush's Chicken. Bush's Chicken. We're going to get that Bush's Chicken probably tomorrow. I hope so. Out there in Brenham, uh, you can reach Bush's Chicken at 979-836-1804. 979-836-1804. Bush's Chicken in, in Brenham, Texas. Yes, sir. And while we have a break in the action, I believe the Hempstead Bulldogs are leading Luling by the score of 12 to nine. And I believe the last update we received as the Waller Bulldogs are trailing Magnolia by the score of 27 to six. As we have first down and 10 for the Eagles moving left to right, ball placed at 37 yard line. As he hands this one off to Kelton on a reverse and he's going to be brought down right at the line of scrimmage. That's a nice submarine tackle by, uh, Number three, Ethan Barrett for the uh, Warriors. He uh, submarine Kelton on that and took him down before he could get positive yards. Yes, sir. And we've seen we've seen a connection between Cameron Castillo to McCray Kelton. It's going to be interesting to see if we can see that same connection from Cash Kelso to Kelton as well. Well, again, they go back to last year, and they had a lot of success last yes, year. Yes, sir. Kelso and Kelso uh, as well. Yes, so sir. I think it's just a matter of just, just getting working out the – the rust, yes, sir, and uh, getting back to the normal routine. I mean, Castillo's doing a wonderful job, but Kelso's equally as uh, capable. Absolutely, as that last play, they're going they let that time run out, and that's gonna bring up the end of our third quarter. We're all tied at seven here from Tomball, Texas, and you mentioned uh, Kelso, and he was actually one of the guys I was definitely looking forward to uh, to, to uh, watch here uh, this uh, here in this particular season. I know yes, he he injured his collarbone. Uh, before the season started, and Cameron Castillo has been has been doing doing most of the work at the quarterback at the quarterback position. Now that uh, Cash is back, it's going to be interesting to see how he plays throughout the duration of this season. Well, I think it gives them another just another advantage. I mean, you can still go with either quarterback, and you'll still be effective because both of them are had a capacity to move the ball, and they're both familiar with the offense. So that just gives Rose another uh, another uh, combination to work with, and gives the defensive coordinators for the other team's headaches to know yes, who they're going to defend against. And, and don't be surprised, uh, Cash Kelso is definitely not not afraid to run the ball. As we no. have second and nine as teams have switched sides. Eagles moving right to left. As he's going to hand this one off to Green, and he's going to be brought down for no yards on the play that's going to bring up third and nine for the Eagles. Yeah, they're, uh, they're definitely going to have to uh, – uh, Prepare for Kelso because he is a, he can run as well as yes, throw. Um, that was a handoff play to, to Big Green um, for maybe a yard game, but they're going to have to 
uh, put something together. It's almost the end of the third quarter and tie ball game. Yes, sir. Two receivers to the right side, two back in the backfield. Actually, trips to the right for the Eagles, third down and nine. As Kelso takes the snap, he drops back to pass. Oh. He has a man. That ball goes through his fingertips. <laughs> Number 18, Colin Fosso, the intended receiver on the play, is going to bring up fourth down for the Eagles. Chris Davis, I think Fosso got a little alligator arm on that one. <laughs> he was coming across the middle a little bit. You and, know what? And I, don't, I don't blame him on that. You know, I've been yeah. a wide receiver myself. I understand the alligator arms can kind of get to you. When you can see that cornerback or even that safety in your peripheral, yes, sir. you kind of see him coming. Yes, sir. Your ribs all of a sudden just look so good to the defender, right? <laughs> so that last incompletion is going to bring a fourth down for the Eagles. As number 25, Zach Baker is back to receive the punt for the Warriors. And he's going to field this one at the 35-yard line past the 40, and he's going to be brought down right at the 46-yard lines. We have a Flag on the far side of the field. I'm not sure exactly what was going on between 22 for uh, that's Matthew Cheon for the Warriors and number 18 Colin Fussell for the Eagles. But we had the, I guess the back judge that uh, threw his laundry. Yeah, if it's a back judge, it may be what type of person to see exactly what the play is. We have 11:06 remaining here in the fourth quarter. You're just now tuning in. We are all tied at seven as we have a personal foul mm. charge against the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's going to hurt because, again, you know, Eric Johnson's made a nice punt. It was a slight return by Baker. But now with this additional 15 yards, that puts the uh, the Warriors inside the 40. I mean, they're at the 38-yard line going in. Yes, sir. And we've been lauding the defense all day for their work. But, again, I mean, how many times can you go to the well? Absolutely. You know, when you're in tight ball games, just like this, you definitely don't want to try to – you definitely don't want to help the other team out with unnecessary penalties like that last one. As you just mentioned, the Warriors will have excellent field position at 38-yard line, moving left to right. All right, formation set up. He's going to hand this one now to Golden up the middle. He's going to be brought down after a nice game for the Warriors. Gain of about eight yards on the play. It's this kind of things we're talking about. So you have a penalty that already buys you, buys the other team positive yards. In the very first play, your former player comes in and, and, and with, you know, with the Woodlands Christian team and comes in and gets six, seven yards on the first play. So it was yes, like, sir. Yes, sir. So check that seven yards on that play. It's going to bring up second and three. Ball placed at the 32-yard line. As he's going to hand off to the same guy again, Goldman. This time he's going to share one uh, one defender. He's going to be brought down, but not before getting the first down for the Warriors. That was Jacobs Barrera who, uh, again, made that tackle. Otherwise, Golden would have been running free along the right side of the field. As we have a flag on the play that's going to be holding against the Warriors. So the Eagles are going to catch a break on that play. They definitely caught a break there. So that definitely stopped the momentum of the Warriors, that's going to back them up to second and long. It gives the Eagles a chance to catch their breath and uh, regroup, maybe put some new personnel in, strategize, and see what they got from there. So ball placed at the 38-yard line. Warriors moving left to right. Second down and long. High formation set up for the Warriors. As Munchball takes the snap, he's going to pitch this one to the right side. 
and he gets nice and he's play. Gonna be brought down right at the forty yard line. A pick of about That's maybe Cliff a Manning. yard on the play. <laughs> Cliff Manning and Hans Ramirez, number thirteen, Caden Quick for the rushing attempt for the Warriors. As we have another flag on the play. Shot block on the on the uh, against offense. the Warriors. Against the Warriors, yes, sir. Yes, sir. So that's gonna bring that's gonna back the Warriors up even further. As the Eagles are catching nothing but breaks. Yes, sir. On this drive. And not only is that shot block uh, uh, illegal, obviously it's a penalty, but it's dangerous, you know, for the future of a player. You know, you have one shot block was where one uh, lineman's or. A, Blockers engaged with the defender and someone and then comes somebody the coming side. over and then just cutting your legs yes, from under your knees. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That is definitely a dangerous play. We definitely want to try to avoid that. So that's going to bring up second and forever <laughs> for the Warriors as the ball is placed on the other side of the 50, the 44-yard line to be exact. And they have to get all the way up to the other side of the 30 to get a first down yeah, as he hands this one off up the middle. And he picks up a nice gain on the play, but that's still going to bring up third and long. That was number three, Ethan Barrett, for the rushing attempt for the Warriors. Yes, sir. That was second and 25. I guess they're down to second and 20. 20. So he yes, picked sir. up about five yards on the play. Yes, sir. That's going to bring up about second and 20 ball plays at the 50-yard line. Yes, sir. You're exactly right. So, And they have to get to the 30-yard line. For first down. Warriors moving left to right. Nine minutes remaining here in the fourth quarter. Clock is ticking. We are all tied at seven. As Muntiball takes a snap, he drops back to pass, looks to his right, throws right, and that pass is too low, incomplete. Number, a lot of pressure by Vontae uh, Green on that. Yes, sir. That was number 19, Caleb Chappelle, the intended receiver on the play. Great stop by the defense of Rose Hill, and that's going to bring up fourth down and long. Now, this all sets the, what we were talking about with that momentum swing. So, this leaves area to stop the bleeding, and now they'll get the ball back, barring any muff punt, and um, they'll, be, they'll, have something, they'll have something to work with, Dr. going forward. Matthew Carroll and McCray Kelton back to receive the punt for the Eagles. Oh! Uh, Kelton this one off, and... I think I think that struck him. He called for a fair catch, but I think he actually touched him, so the ball was live. But yes, Matthew Carroll smartly jumped on it. Yes, sir. And that was actually number three, Jacob Barrera. They had number three, Jacob Barrera. Oh, I'm back. sorry. Thank you. Thank you. No problem. So the Eagles will start this drive. First down and 10. Ball placed at the 15-yard line. I hope I didn't see that. This, I just mentioned a muff punt, lo and behold. <laughs> they go, they call me, catch Maybe nothing. you did, Mr. Cobb. I'm not sure. <laughs> 8.42 remaining here in the fourth quarter. We are all tied at seven. As Kelso, like he's going to go for a quarterback sneak on yeah, the just, play. They're just trying to get out of that hole as best they can. Uh, that's about three yard gain, so that's a good call. Do that three times, you have just uh, thirty one, <laughs> right? Fourth and one. Well, I do like third and one. So as you mentioned, that quarterback sneak picked up about three yards on the play. It's going to bring up second down and seven. Yes, sir. As the Eagles come out and the twin receiver set, Green alongside Kelso. Kelso hands this one off the Green up the middle, and he's not going to get much on the play. 
as I believe he just made it back to the line of scrimmage. That's going to bring up third down and seven. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So that's going to be uh... as we have oh, another yeah. injured warrior on the field. Look like Might just be cramp. Yeah, yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Cramp, We're going to take you know. the time to thank our sponsors for today's broadcast. Without a doubt, thank you, sir. We're going to definitely want to thank Burger Fencing, Landscaping, and more. Call Burger Fencing, Landscaping, and more for any of your uh, landscaping needs. You can reach them at 281-253-2923, 281-253-2923. Burger Fencing, Landscaping, and more. As well as Mobius. Cafe and Pizzeria. The Mobius. There you go. You can ask for Henry or Barbara. They'll you know, deliver a hot pizza or any other dish you like from their uh, wide selection. You can reach them at 979-251-9955, 979-251-9955. Mobius Cafe and Pizzeria in Brenham, Texas. Thank you so much, Mr. Cobb. Yes, sir. It appears that our injured player, it's up on his feet, and I believe that was number 64 again, Pierce McBride. Yeah, Pierce McBride's having a go of it today. Uh, yes, he, yes, he is, and I believe there may have been a cramp on that play. And <laughs> from a player perspective, I know those cramps, they definitely get to you. That's when you get your pickle juice ready and eat <laughs> on the sideline. What do you know about pickle juice, sir? I'm, I'm telling you, to get that pickle juice ready, that definitely, that definitely helps with cramps. Yes, sir. I definitely have received. I definitely have caught a cramp in the middle of a football game, and it is not pleasant. No, sir. It is no, not sir. pleasant at all. But he is up on his feet. He is on the sideline. Teams have come, have resumed, as we have third down and about seven for the Eagles. And Andre, it looks like the Eagles are going to have to work their way out of the hole again. The ball is what on the twenty? Oh, excuse me, on the nineteen or eighteen yard line? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So they're going to definitely have to. Advances for first down, or they'll be punting. As Castillo hands this one off to the big man Green yet again, and he runs to the right side, and he picks up about three yards on the play. He's going to be short of the first down. That's going to bring up fourth down, and that's going to bring out the punting units for Rose Hill. Now the key, I would believe, as Davis on this case, would be for them to get down the field and did not let any of the uh, Warrior def- Warrior uh, fielders advance the ball. It seems that, you know, the offense of Rose Hill has definitely kind of slowed down here in the second half. You know, they kind of aired it quite a bit in that first half. Oh, not a good punt, not a good snap. As the snap is fumbled, and that pass, and that punt is going to be filled at the 40-yard line, and he's going to play nowhere as he was all over him as we have a flag in the backfield as the punter was ran into. On the play, that might just give Rose Hill first down, sir. And if you're thinking what I'm thinking, yes, that sir. should give Rose Hill a fresh set of downs, and it's going to do exactly that. Yes, sir. First down and ten for the Rose Hill Eagles. Uh, that play started out very, very scary, sir, because the snap was low. It he was. trickled to Johnson. He was able to get the punt off, but in the process, they made contact with him. That low snap just may have played into the hands of Rose Hill. <laughs> Maybe exactly. he drew it up that way. <laughs> That's a risky way to do it. That ball is oblong. Look, low snap, pick it up, let him run into you. You're going to get this first down. <laughs> Come hooker, crook. So, nonetheless, the Rose Hill Eagles catch a huge break on that last penalty. It's going to be first down and 10, ball plays at about the 28-yard line. Eagles moving right to left. We are all tied at 7 here in the fourth quarter with 7-12 remaining. As we have two receivers to the left side, Green alongside Kelso. As Green hands this one off to Kelso. Oh. 
Council hands this off the green up the middle. He's going to be brought down for no gain on the play. No, sir, that was not – that didn't net them anything. And, again, Rosehill's trying to get their way out of this, this side of the field, trying to get over to the other half of the field. And draw, draw some better plays. Yes, sir. So we have second down and 10, and they've gone to green several times on first down. I would definitely like them to try to connect to Kelton. Get in the air. I agree. They need to air it back out or at least at least give the effect. And again, remember, both corporates are capable of running. Swing receiver set. And here we go. Here's a jet sweep to Kelton. left side, jet sweeping. He's going to be brought down. He's going to lose about three. Four yards on the play. Yeah, that's that's not what I meant when I said go to Kelton. <laughs> well, nonetheless, it's going to bring up third and long for the Eagles. Obvious passing situation as the ball is going to be placed at about the 24, 23-yard line. Now, earlier in the right to left. Early in the game, you know, they threw the screen to the green. That netted them a touchdown. This would maybe be a good time to – Go back to that play, see if they can get some positive yards, get the first down, or maybe even score. Trips to the right side. Kelso takes his time. He's going to out of pocket. He rolls his right, and he's oh, going to be brought no. down deep in the backfield. Oh, no, that's going to be. That was number 34, the former Eagle himself, Zach, Zach Golden. Wow. It takes Kelso down inside the five. So Zach Golden comes up huge for the Warriors on that last play. That's going to bring up fourth and forever. An obvious punting situation for the Eagles, as you mentioned, that they're backed up on their own five-yard line. That's unfortunate because, again, even if Eric Johnson gets a good punt off, the the uh, receiver is standing at the 36-yard line. Yes, sir. So he's going to have very little uh, distance nine. to travel before he gets to, towards that end zone. Number nine, number 25, Zach, receives this one at the 40-yard line, gets past the, the Thirty, and he's going to be brought down at about the twenty-eight yard line. Number twenty-five, Zach Baker, on the punt return for the Warriors. No, Miss Davis. Sometimes it's better for the quarterback just to go down or just get rid of the ball. Yes, sir. Just losing yards. Um, it was third down and long. Kelso definitely tried to uh, make a play on that on that last play. That's definitely something that he's known for. I watched him uh, last season. He made quite a bit of plays for the Rose Hill Eagles. On last season, he's a playmaker. That's something that he's known for. He is. And he was definitely just trying to do what he normally does on that last play. But he's probably trying to shake, shake some rust off as well. I mean, this is his first yeah, game his back. Yeah, first game back there yes, trying sir. to shake the dust off. As we have first down and 10 for the Warriors, as Monty Bob is on the, on the center, and he hands this one off, and he's going to be brought down in the backfield. Good play. Steve Whitenhef, 78. Jesus yes, again. Great play. Loss of about three yards on the play, number five, Ethan Peters. Uh-oh, and we have another player Johnson. down, this time an injured eagle down. Looks to be some type of leg injury, maybe his left leg. Yes, sir. As we have about four minutes to go here in the fourth quarter. But let's take time I'm to sorry, remind that, that, our listeners what they can, how they can tune in and become a listener. Yes, partner. sir. If you would like to become a listening partner, you can visit our website at www.obnradio.com. Again, that's www.obnradio.com. And we also want to remind our listeners that you can tune in tomorrow for our blend broadcast. Yes, sir. As the blend Buccaneers will be taking on Titan, the number six ranked 
Glenn Buccaneers will be taking on Tyler Junior College as they're ranked at number four. Both teams in the same conference, they will, take, they will be facing off tomorrow in Brenham, Texas, and you can get all of the play-by-play and color commentary coverage right here on the Open Mic Broadcast Network. That should be a highly uh, competitive game. Yes, yeah. sir. Looking forward to them. Let's get back to our Friday Night Lights here in Town Ball. Yes, sir. As we have second and long for the Warriors, ball just at a route, just placed at the 30-yard line as the fans have come alive here in Town Ball, Texas, right on time. High formation set up for the Warriors. Muncie Ball pitched this one to Peters to the left side, and he sheds one defender, and he's going to be brought down out of bounds just past the 30-yard line. Yeah, that was a nice attempt by Matthew Carroll almost to catch the, the runner back in the backfield, but he's able to scoot around there and got some of the yards back. So yes, it's going to be third and what? That's going to be about third and nine for the Warriors. It looks like oh. Eric Johnson's coming back in the game. <laughs> he's, uh, he's injured for a play. He had to sit out. He's back in the game. Just had some type of maybe a tweak of his ankle. He's and, back and ready to play. And that's one of the things that you have to, uh, that you, have to you know, figure out. You know, it's one thing that coaches definitely ask you as a player, are you hurt or are you injured? There you, you go. Know, if you're hurt, you can play through that. But if you're injured, you have to sit out. There's if a difference. Yes, sir. Monty Ball takes the snap, drop back the pass, and he's been flushed out of the pocket, and he throws this one. That pass is incomplete, out of bounds. Nice diving effort by, by number 10, uh, Jake Holworth for yes, uh, the Warriors, but was not able to pull that in. And he was the substituted quarterback that came in the game late in the third quarter for uh, number seven, uh, Muncie Ball. He sure so was. <laughs> we see that he that he's at wide receiver as well. So he we definitely see that he wears several hats. Versus the Warriors. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> he's the he's the Bo Jackson of the uh, Warriors. Now you do know that guy, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Absolutely. <laughs> Can do it all. As we have fourth down. And nine. Looks like there's going to be a call. See, that's about 32 seconds left on the uh, yes, sir. Looks game clock. As we have timeout on the play, timeout charge against the Woodless. And when we come back, we will have fourth down and nine for the Warriors. We are all tied at seven here late in the fourth quarter. Yes, sir. While the uh, players take refuge in their huddle, you can, you can visit Temple Refuge on Sunday morning. <laughs> I like, the little, I like, I like the, little, the little transition. Yes, sir. Segue <laughs> over to Temple Refuge Sunday morning, 9 a.m. Temple Refuge is located at 45372 Old Highway 290 in beautiful Prairie View, Texas. Yes, sir. By yours truly, the Dr. Mike Prince. Dr. Mike Prince. You can visit the Temple Refuge Ministry and hear an excellent, excellent word by yours truly, the master and creator of the Mike Broadcast Network, Dr. Mike Prince himself. Yes, sir. As we have 32 seconds, 32 seconds remaining on the game clock here. Late in the fourth quarter, we are all tied at seven. Fourth down and nine for the Warriors. Ball placed at the 24-yard line. Muncie Bob on the snap. He takes the snap. Throws right, and he has a man. That pass incomplete. Same play they ran earlier, and, and a still incomplete. Yes, sir. A turnover on downs. So the Eagles will have the ball. 31 seconds remaining on the game clock. We are all tied at seven. 
I'm giving that three. That's three minutes. Three minutes remaining. The way that the clock is flowing, it looked like 31 seconds. I, mean, I thought so as well, sir. That three minutes sounds a lot better than 31 seconds. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I can definitely work with three minutes. Well, the defense catches a break, and now the <laughs> Eagles have the ball again and chance to advance the ball. So first down and ten for the Eagles, moving right to left, ball at the 26 yard line. I want to set up. Kelso pitched this one to Carroll. And he's going to be brought down at the gain of about three yards on the play. And nah. <laughs> I know you were just getting ready to say, you know, yes, it looks like Green kind of went a little bit early yes, sir. on that last play. Now, they could have um, said he was going in motion, but it looked to me like he got a little early start <laughs> on that. I would, that would have been my defense. That would have been my argument. Yes, too. sir. We had a man going in motion. He was going <laughs> in motion on that play. <laughs> but, but nonetheless, Kill turned the ball up. He gets, he gets the positive yards out of there. Absolutely. So two forty remaining on the game clock here late in the fourth quarter. We're all tied at seven, second down to seven. As Kelso hands this one off up the middle, it looks like he's not gonna go anywhere on the play. Number thirty four, Vontae Green on the attempt for the Eagles. Yes, sir. And again, looks like they're gonna they remember they're trying to get you up half of the field. So they're gonna have to mix up some plays and get I don't know, you have to get in big chunks, but definitely get the first down and get a new set of uh, downs to Work your magic. Yes, sir. As the clock continues to run, 2.08 remaining in the fourth quarter. We're all tied at seven. Third down and seven. Two receivers to the left side. Green offset to the left of Kelso. Oh. Kelso fakes this one, rolls to his right, and he's going to throw this one long. He has a man. Oh. That pass is incomplete. To Braden Lambert. Wow, that would have yes, been a sir. great play. I mean, I'm looking down at the bottom of the field and up top. Is Brayden Lambert streaking down the sideline and just some slight overthrow, but he well, he did have a defender in his vicinity. And it looks like Kelso had a little bit of daylight on that play. It would have been nice to see him try to take off on that one and possibly maybe pick up the first down. But as we mentioned before, he's a playmaker. He definitely tried to make a play on that last one, kind of just overshot his receiver on that last play, and that's going to bring up fourth down and seven for the Eagles. Yes, sir. Number 25, Zach Baker, back to receive the punt. As the punt is up, and a fair catch is made by number 19, Caleb Chappelle, for the Warriors. So with 145 remaining on the game clock here late in the fourth quarter, we are all tied at seven. The Eagles will have a fresh set of downs. The ball is going to be placed at the 42-yard line, moving left to right. But this game is so back and forth, it's making me hungry. It makes me think of Bush's chicken. <laughs> right there, Brenham, Brenham, Texas. You can get Bush's Chicken at 979-836-1804. 979-836-1804. Bush's Chicken in Brenham, Bush's Texas. Bush's Chicken in Brenham, Texas. And with 145 remaining on the game clock, it's interesting to see if the Warriors are going to go fast. The ball is placed at the 43-yard line. Warriors moving left to right. I formation set up. Muncy Bob on the snap. He takes the snappy hands, this is off the golden, and he's going to be brought down for no gain on the play. A host of uh, Roseville Eagles surrounding golden and preventing him from advancing. So, he's saying, welcome back, young man. Here's, <laughs> here's what you've been missing. Yes, sir. And that golden came up pretty big so far for the Warriors in this ball game, even though we're all tied at seven. And we have 114. And ticking remaining 
here in the fourth quarter. We are all tied at seven. This game may go into overtime. Second down and nine. Montyball rolls to his right, and he's going to throw this one, and he has Chappelle, and that pass is incomplete. They keep going to that sideline, and each time, I mean, it's either thrown just beyond his reach or just over his reach. And, again, that's very flirting with the interception. Yes, sir. And that one, ball was in the air for a while. Yes, sir. And one thing we mentioned before, the Warriors have had no luck through the air so far in None. this ball game, None. and we saw it right there, another incompletion on the play, and that's going to bring up third and nine for the Warriors. Yes, sir. And if you're a safety for Rose Hill and that ball's in there, so it's like Jacob Pereira, that ball's in there that long, that gives you time to get up under that ball and take it the other way. He's already caught one interception earlier. Yes, sir. The fans of Rose Hill Eagles have come alive here on third down. Montyball hands this one out to Peters at the middle, and he's going to be brought down at the pickup of two yards on the play, and that's going to bring up fourth down and about six for the Warriors. Have been a punting unit out there? Well, we have about 45 seconds remaining here late in the fourth quarter. As we have timeout on the play charge against the Eagles, we are all tied at seven. 45 seconds remaining here late in the fourth quarter. You're just now tuning in. We are all tied at seven. Andre Davis alongside Mr. Kendall Cobb broadcasting live from Tomball, Texas, as we have a nail-biter on our hands, Mr. Cobb. Hey, sir, you're exactly right. What an exciting game, and it's great to be out here. Again, Friday Night Lights, you can't get better than this. If you need any auto service done whatsoever, you can go to AutoCheck at 1539 Cypress Spring Drive in Spring, Texas. You can call Steve at 281-440-1188, 281-440-1188. For any of your auto needs, Steve will give you a 2016 vehicle and, and while he repairs your vehicle. So look to auto check for your automobile needs. Yes, sir. I need to check with that Freon for him as well. <laughs> as we have a huge fourth down and five coming up for the Warriors. 45 seconds remaining here late in the fourth quarter. We are all they tied might punt on this one, sir. at seven as the punting unit did come out. So they will punt this one away. Number seven, Matthew Carroll, is back to receive the punt for the Eagles. And he's going to wave this one off as the ball will roll to the 19-yard line. And Mr. Davis, what a change of events. We talked to us earlier in the game about the confidence that the coaching staff had in the Rosehill defense. What confidence does this uh, – uh, Coaching staff for the Warriors have now. They're just sure that they can stop them, so they punt, pin them deeply, and trust that they can stop them before they even get across the 50. Because Rosales had a hard time in the second half of his game, even advanced the ball. Well, both yes, sir, and well, both offenses have definitely have a hard have definitely have had hard times to advance the ball here in the second half. So the confidence definitely lies within the defense of both teams because both teams' defense are definitely be able to make a stop here in the third here in the second half. Yes, sir. As Kelso. Is going to run this one up the middle. I don't know if he looks like he fumbled the ball on the play a little bit on the snap. He decided to just take this one up the middle for a gain of about a yard on the play. I think they may just going to let this one, let this clock run out. Yes, sir. I think the coach is going to need to go in their bag of tricks and come up with something special because yes, they're sir. almost at a stalemate. Yes, sir. It appears they're going to let this one, let this clock run out. And we're going to be heading into overtime here in this ball game. And the Pirates are going to do just that as as this game will be going into overtime 
the end of regulation. Yes, sir. And yes, we sir. will be going into overtime here in this ball game. We're all tied at seven. And while we have a quick break in the action, Texas Southern is trailing Alcorn. A little swag, a little swag. Yeah, update. Just a track update, please, by all means. Swag update. Texas Southern up. is trailing Alcorn by the score of fourteen to seven. Gotcha, gotcha. And You're playing at Alcorn, sir. Yeah, I believe so. And speaking of the swag, Prairie View Andrew University Panthers will be taking on the Jackson State Tigers this Saturday in Prairie View, Texas, at Blackshear Field. Awesome, awesome. Kickoff for that game is scheduled to start at 4 p.m. In the new stadium. In the new stadium. Yes, sir. As well as the Blend Buccaneers will be in action this Saturday as well as they will be taking on Tyler Junior College. Kickoff for that game is, is scheduled to start at 7 p.m. You can catch all that action right here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network. So for local fans, they can get their football fixed by attending the preview game, then going up uh, a little further north and visiting Yes, sir. Blend. If you are a local fan within the Waller community, the preview community, the Brenham community, yes, you can check out preview football as well as blend football. You can specifically check out blend football if you can't make it to the game right here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network. The, Buccan- the Buccaneers will be coming in as a six-ranked team as the Tyler Junior College will be coming in as the fourth ranked team. So you got number six and number four clashing in one game. That's going to be an interesting sight to see. It's going to be an interesting game to call. I believe you're going to be with us as well. I plan on it, sir. Yes, sir. Someone's someone's going to come out victorious. So we'll see who it might be. Yes, sir. And, again, you can catch all that action right here at the Mike Broadcast Network. Also, if you'd like to become a listening partner – you can visit our website at www.obnradio.com. Again, that is www.obnradio.com. We've been serving the community through faith and athletics since 2002, and we are the voice of student athletics. And we appreciate all the support we receive from your listenership as well as the support we receive from Farmers Insurance Agency. The Tanya Chappelle in uh, Hempstead location has been supporting OBN, and we want to definitely – Give her a shout-out and let you know you use, utilize her for your insurance needs. Contacting her at 979-826-3026, 979-826-3026. That's Latanya Chapel. Yes, Latanya sir. Latanya Chapel. Yes, sir. So teams are at center field. So it appears that the defense of Rose Hill will be taking the field first here in overtime. Yes, sir. And I got to go over the overtime rules. I can't recall the uh, the high school overtime rules. I guess they follow the NCAA? Yes, sir. I believe so. They will be following the NCAA rules here in overtime. So that's the ball to 25 and get a chance to advance, get the first down score yes, by way of a touchdown or kick. And then the other team will have an opportunity to score as well. Yes, sir. And one team scores and the other team has an opportunity to score. If that defense gets a turnover of some sort, ball game is over. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, Rose Hill smartly chose to defend first. So, we'll see if they can go ahead and prevent the Woodlands from punching it in. Got Zach Clay and Wyden, Stephen Widenhef and all the big linemen going out there to do their job. <laughs> of course, the Manning brothers got, got Cliff and yes, Trevor Manning out there. So we're going to have first down and 10, ball placed at the 25-yard line, moving right to left. Uh, the Warriors, I formation setup. 
Montebal hands this one off to Golden up the middle, and he's going to be brought down to pick up about seven yards on the play. Good that's quick gonna, little start for the uh, Warriors. That's going to bring up, I checked that, five yards on the play. So it's going to bring up second and five. Do you recall them having a kicking game at all during the warm-ups? No, sir. And we have not seen that. We have not seen that throughout the duration of this ball game. The Warriors are going to try to punch this one in the end zone. They're not a field goal type of a team. They're going to try to punch this one in the end zone. I formation set up. Punchy ball hands. This one off to go up the middle yet again. This time. Oh, fumble, 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 fumble. Fumble on the play. And I believe it's recovered by the Rose Hill Angry Bird Eagles. Wow. Zach was trying to fight for additional yards as he's going down. He fumbled the ball, fumbles the ball forward. Rose Hill recovers. And that's going to give them the ball. Yes, sir. So a fumble recovery by the Rose Hill Eagles. And there was so much traffic, I couldn't quite see who picked up the fumble recovery for the Rose Hill Eagles. So at this point, they can go ahead, advance the ball as far as they can, then kick a field goal and win the game. Yes, sir. One score here, field goal or touchdown, this ball game is over. As we are all tied at seven, the Eagles will have first and ten, moving right to left, ball placed at the 25-yard line. Eye formation set up. Kelso hands this one off the green up the middle, and he's going to be brought down right at the line of scrimmage. Picked up maybe a yard on the play. Yeah, he's going to bring up second and nine. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm sure they're trying to keep the ball in the middle between the hashes so they won't have to worry about an angle kick if they elect to kick a field goal. Yes, sir. And as many offensive weapons you got, you have Green, you have Kelton, and you have Carroll as well. You know, I don't see him on the field. They're going to go two back setup, two receivers to the right. Kelso, drop back to pass. He's going to oh, go to And he says for blocker. And he gets back to and wow. he will advance to the five-yard line for an eagle. Nice first. down. Nice pass by Kel, uh, <laughs> Kelso to Colin yes, Foster. And he spins out of one defender's hands. showing his agility on the play. And he shed one defender. That's he a made, first down, sir. Yes, sir. He made one defender miss with the spin move, as Mr. Cobb just said just a yes. few moments ago. And with that huge pickup by Colin Foster, that's going to give the Eagles a fresh set, a fresh set of downs. And the ball well, actually, at the seven yard first line. And go. <laughs> first and go at the seven yard line. All yes, right, sir. And put the ball in the center of the field and kick a field goal. Yes, sir. First and go for the Eagles. Field goal or touchdown. This ball game is over. It'll be in the books, sir. Again, <laughs> this has been a barn burner from the onset. And yes, sir. It's proven to uh, finish that way. This has definitely been a bomb burn. This has definitely been a nail-biter, if you will. If you're just now tuning in, we are all tied at 7. Andre Davis alongside Mr. Kendall Cobb. Again, you are tuned into Eagles football right here on Gilbert Mike Broadcast Network as the Rose Hill Eagles are about 7 yards to pay dirt. 7 yards to pay dirt, and pay dirt and glory, sir. And, again, it's been a battle back and forth. Uh, first half of the game, Rose Hill, Rose Hill offense is moving the ball well. Kelso on the center, off one makes the setup. He hands this off to the big man Green. He rumbles up the middle, and he's going to be stopped just shy of the goal line. He's going to be stopped right at the probably the Three. two yard two, line, two, two, if two. you will. That's going to bring up second and goal for 
the Eagles. And if I'm the Rose Hill Eagles, set up that eye formation setup. Give it to your big man, Vontae Green. And they Let have, him put this game they have their linebacker and lineman, uh, Cliff. Well, look, and Kelsey is going to do a quarterback sneak up the middle. And is he in? And whoa, no ruling they, yet. No rule yet. I think they're going to say he is shy of the touchdown. No rule yet. Nice call by the staff. There was actually there was an excellent call by the staff to do a quarterback sneak on that last play. He was just shy of the goal line. Ball placed at about the just right at the goal goal line. Yes, sir. It's gonna bring up third down and goal for the Eagles. Our formation set up, and they're gonna go with the quarterback sneak again up the middle. No ruling. No, no. ruling. Touchdown. Game. That is ball game. Eagles. The quarterback making his game debut, Ken Kelsey, <laughs> with game the touchdown. Game game-winning touchdown. Game debut, game-winning touchdown. The quarterback, number 11, Cash Kelso, coming through for the clutch yeah, for the Rose Hill Eagles thank with you. that quarterback sneak. Yeah, thank you. Well, what a game. I mean, what a game. What we a talk- game. What a more victory yes. for the Rose Hill Eagles and a special more victory for the returning quarterback, Cash Kelso. Yes, sir. That was just a great play, great call by the coaching staff, and way to gut it out. Um, what exciting game. I mean, this this went back and forth. Rose oh, was up goodness. by seven. Uh, the Williams Christian Academy comes back, ties the game. Then there's a battle. I mean, it's a, it's a slugfest. And no one's advancing past. No passing given point. Lo and behold, they go to finally to overtime. And from there, they punch it in. So what a great, great game. That was just exciting times and a, and a great return for Cash Kelso and the, and the Rose Hill Eagles. Looks like we did receive an injured eagle in that play. But they are going to uh, shake hands with the visiting team. And, again, I, you know, we're going to try to see if we can get the quarterback, Cash Kelso, up here for our post-game interview. That was excellent. This sir. was a moral victory, not only for the Eagles, but especially for the quarterback, Cash Kelso, as they brought him in in the second half. We wasn't sure how he, how he was going to do, and he ends up with the game-winning touchdown for the Eagles. This was just a storybook ending as they finished this game winning by the score of 13-7. to seven. It really is. And let's just recap like how this all came to pass. You know, Rose Hill started the season without cash due to an, a broken collarbone. Right. So they go to play in their first game against, which you, you did so beautifully, Northland, North, Northside Falcons. And they won that game when their running back, John Ragusa, had three touchdowns, as you mentioned earlier. And then we go to the second game, and they play the uh, – I believe that was Northside. Northland. Northland, yes, Northland, which you yes, and I did, and they lost by one touchdown, 14 One touchdown, seven. absolutely. So, you know, and lo and behold, um, again, Council's out, and uh, Cameron Castillo's doing a wonderful job. But, again, you have players that are out. So, you go to the third game, which was last week. They played Bay Area. Yes, sir. They won. 24-14. But in the course of victory, they lost John Ragusa for the year. Now, mind you, he had just come back from ACL injury the year before. So, he dislocates his foot for the year. Wow. And we we'll did y'all win. Thank you. Thank that you. was Coach Lane's 200 win wow. here in today's ball game. Wow. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Coach Lane's been coaching around the country. He did a wonderful job, and we got to commend him and thank that yes, sir. for pointing it out to us. Yes, but sir. But back to the, the, the deal. So we go with uh, 
Ragusa dislocating his foot out for the season, and then we have other running backs who are stepping up. Vontae Green, we have Matthew Carroll, we have other people stepping up. But again, they they beat there, but at what cost with losing their running back? Right. They come here, so they come in two and one. They come here, and it's the uh, second home game, and they have a former player right. that go who played for them for three years, who is now on the uh, opposite side of the field playing for the Woodlands Christian uh, Warriors, and uh, he had a wonderful game. I mean, Golden's made plays defensively. He ran the ball well, um, you know, made stops, and, and lo and behold, this game comes down to an overtime uh, uh, stalemate. Absolutely, and as you just mentioned before with the uh, with the injured player, John Ragusa, and to what cost, I mean, he was huge for – of the Rose Hill Eagles. He was a huge impact offensively for the Rose Hill Eagles. Uh, on that first game against uh, Northside, he had three touchdowns, three rushing touchdowns in that ball game. Anybody that can score three rushing touchdowns for your offense is definitely a huge impact for your offense, and he was definitely a key loss for the Rose Hill Eagles uh, moving forward, as you just told Let me, me before. May I, may that I his... just interject for one moment, sir? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Just, you did mention that. I want to just reiterate to those just tuning in, John Ragusa is a senior. So this injury we're talking about, he's he's done for his football high school football career is over. But mind you, last year in the last game of last season, he tore his ACL. So he spent. I watched this young man because again, my son attends the school. I watched this young man rehab himself. He was a baseball manager. He sat there and rehabbed himself with the brace and did all things necessary, running linear. Then he could finally make cuts. He rehabs himself to come back for this season, his senior season. And again, as as Mr. Davis so uh, eloquently put it, he had a wonderful first uh, couple of games, scoring touchdowns and getting positive yards. And to have this injury uh, befall him, what a break. I mean, what an unfortunate break, literally unfortunate break. And then we come to this, in this game tonight, and again, you can pick it up from there, sir. Well, he's a very, well, he's a very tough runner. You know, that's one of the things that I've noticed from him, especially in that, in that first game. This is my first year. Uh, covering the Rose Hill Eagles, but one thing I did notice in that first game, and he's a very tough runner. He doesn't go down easily. He doesn't go down off the first contact, and he's not a big guy. No, you know, not at he, all. He, uh, he probably weighs about 170, 165, 150 pounds. You know, at the most, I had to keep going down. And keep shaking head like, no, keep going, keep going, keep going. So about 150 pounds at the most, but 150 pound running back. Just think of that for a moment. 150 pound running back running tough gaining positive yards, not willing to go down off the first contact. Kind of reminds you like that, that Emmitt Smith, if you will. If you know it's Emmitt Smith, he never went down off the first contact. He's, his ability to make the first guys miss was definitely important. John Ragusa, as I would definitely say, is a running back of that sort. He definitely made the first guy miss. He didn't go down off of, off of the first contact. He was a tough, tough runner. Yes, sir, he was. And, again, he's lost for the season. But, nonetheless, the Rose Hill is his Carmen Padres picked him up. Um, they actually had him out as one of the captains for this game uh, from his wheelchair. And uh, as he heals and, and recuperates, the, his team picked up his uh, picked up his slack, and they went ahead and pulled out this victory. I mean, what an yes, exciting sir. game to go from, you know, uh, up seven to tying up to a regulation and then to pull it out. in the manner in which they pulled it out, remember – uh, their their former player Zodin was running the ball well in this overtime uh, period because again we play by NCAA rules so you take the ball to 25 going in so Golden had two previous runs that advanced the ball close to the goal line and as he approached that he fumbles uh, Rosa recovers and they return they now they have the ball going at 25 going in and lo and behold <laughs> the catch <laughs> by Colin Fossil what a catch man. 
the and that and that's that that was just that was just excellent. That catch right there was the setup for that last drive. It was the setup for the quarterback sneak to win the game for the Rose Hill. I mean, he caught that pass. There was a defender right there. His spin move, his ability to make that defender miss and pick up the yak, as we've always go. as we've always talked about, his ability to pick up the yak on that last play and set the Eagles up for a first and goal for Cash Kelso to punch it in for the Rose Hill Eagles. That was an excellent job by Colin Fossil on that last on that play to set the Rose Hill Eagles up. I agree. And again, you said it best. You said, you know, Cash Kelso makes his uh uh, a game debut and also wins the game. It makes the game winning touchdown. So you can't you can't script that better, sir. Yes, that sir. That's a wonderful job, and I think we're trying to secure uh, Cash Kelso now. Yes, sir. And if you're just now tuning in, the Eagles are victorious in this one by a score of thirteen to seven. It was a bomb barner. It was a nail biter. Nail biter. This entire ball game. We're gonna take you back from the open from the first half. It appears as if, you know, the Rose Hill Eagles were in the driver's seat this entire ball game. Well, specifically in that first half, they had zero problems moving the ball. In the first half, we saw the connection between Cameron Castillo and McCray Kelton. We didn't get a chance to see it in that second half. You know, they took Kel- they took Castillo out and they put in uh, Cash Kelso. Yes, sir. Uh, in the uh, in the third in the second half, and we didn't get a chance to see that connection between Kelso and Kelton in that in that second half, as we saw between Castillo and Kelton in that first half. And let me go back to that point, and I'm glad you brought that up, because let's not overlook the wonderful job, masterful job by Cameron Castillo. Again, he ran that offense absolutely that first half, making plays, a couple with his legs, but a lot of plays with his arms, a lot of which he stood in the pocket and took hits uh, as he's uh, delivering that ball off. And you know, that was it was honestly interesting – uh, play call. Uh, uh, it was an interesting move by the coaching staff of the Rose Hill Eagles to substitute uh, to substitute uh, Kelso and bring him in into the ball game in that second half and bring Costillo out. You know, it, it's not. It wasn't as if Costillo was playing bad. In oh no, no. Half. He actually was. He was actually playing uh, fairly well. Very in well. That first half, it'd be different if uh, Costillo wasn't playing well. You know that your uh, your returning veteran quarterback is coming back. And you decide to put him in uh, in that regard, but Castillo actually was not playing well. He was uh, he was actually playing well uh, in that first half, but then next thing you know, we look up and we see the returning quarterback Cash Kelso come in the ball game for uh, for the Rose Hill Eagles. It was something you and I mentioned in the pregame show. We were wondering. We saw uh, Cash Kelso warming up. We saw the shoulder pads on. We saw that he was suited and booted and ready to go. But we 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 were not sure. When they were going to put him in, we saw the starting lineup that Ka- that Cameron Castillo was in the starting lineup in this ball game. So we wasn't for sure when they were going to put Kelso in. Was it going to be that they already have a specific time, as we saw they did have a specific time they were going to put him in, or was it going to be if uh, Castillo starts playing back? Okay, now it's time to put in your uh, your veteran quarterback who uh, who got you most of your wins uh, last season. Yes, sir, and uh, I, uh, you're exactly right. I mean, it was a total team effort. I just want to acknowledge some of the defenders for Rose Hill who made this happen as well. I mean, throughout, the, throughout this entire game, we had the great defensive line play of Stephen, Stephen Whitenhead, Justin Whitmire, Seth Mallory, Zach Clay, the linebacking core of the Manning brothers, Trevor and Cliff, and Colin Fussell made it happen. I mean, they the, – and again, we, you mentioned this in the entire game. I mean, the play – of of number three, Jacob Barrera. Oh my I goodness! Mean, <laughs> wow, that young man stepped up, sir. The play of number three, Jacob 
Barrera, he's another one. Not a big guy no. at all. Probably maybe about five seven. Yes, you know, sir. at the most. So just imagine that if you're if you're if you're listening right now to our post game report again, as we're awaiting uh, the quarterback Cash Kelso and possibly uh, the coach uh, Coach Bruce Lane, Lane. Mm-hmm. Uh, for our post game for our post game wrap up. Just imagine, just imagine that a five seven, a five foot seven safety. For varsity football, this young man, number three, Jacob Barrera, does not play like his size. No, he plays. He his play belies his size. Yes, and this he, man plays bigger than his size. The, the, his ability to go up and just knock balls down like he just like he like somebody just shot a cannon, <laughs> shot a cannon up his behind and just <laughs> knock balls down, just go up for those passes. You know, he's not afraid to go up against a receiver that's bigger than him. He plays bigger than his size. Excellent job defensively by number three, Jacob Barrera, in this ballgame. A lot of heart. And, again, that's back a testament to the coaching staff, Coach Lane and his staff. But let me mention Coach Lane. Yes, sir. Again, Coach Lane, I know this man personally. Again, my son just played last year, and I've dealt with him throughout the year, he being Coach Lane. And um, what a great man. I mean, man of God, uh, a true leader, a leader of men. I mean, football is great, and I'm just so glad he had success because tonight was his 200th coaching victory. Yes, sir. Coaching career victory, and that's a major, major uh, landmark. I mean, not many people who have ever coached can say that. Yes, sir. I mean, that's a major victory. But outside of that, and we'll get back to that in a moment, outside of that, he's a leader of men. He actually makes men. So these young men who are up under his tutelage benefit from the total Bruce Lane, not just the you know just the coaching X and O's, but they get the dad Bruce Lane, they get the counselor Bruce Lane, they get the nurturer Bruce Lane, they get the teacher Bruce Lane, they get the mentor Bruce Lane. They get all these aspects, and I don't know all the players he's coached in the past, but I will tell you from what I've seen of his dealings with the Rose Hill Eagles in these last couple of years, it should be his third year now. Outstanding job of of molding these young men and molding this program. I mean, you know, Rose Hill's come a long way in these in this little time, and it is a, again a testament to Coach Lane, his son, and all the other individuals who who get out there and put in time. Um, the off season work, the seven on seven. Yes, sir. The uh, they have something called uh, uh, champions. They, uh, they they challenge each other all the summer to uh, weightlifting deals and all these different um, achievements. As it's competitive, and they do so to build camaraderie, but also to prepare them for the coming season. Yes, sir. And and honestly, and just based on what you told me about uh, Coach Lane, not only as a uh, not only as a player, but just as a person, I can definitely see. And again, this is only my first season uh, covering a uh, Rose Hill Eagles, but I can definitely see that the way he is that you just mentioned, not only as a player but as a coach, I can definitely see that that is definitely represented by his football team, just specifically in this ball game. Because I'm gonna tell you some games like this. They're not for the weak of heart. No, you know, it's no, one thing just no, to sir. go through a regulation of a football game, but when you go into overtime, what I've always been told as a player, that score is now zero zero. Exactly. We've just started this football game over. That score is zero zero. This is definitely anybody's ball game. This either make or break players in this type of ball game. When you go into overtime, when the game is on the line, literally, you, literally <laughs> on the line, what are you going to do? Are you going to rise to the occasion or are you going to fold under pressure? And the Rose Hill Eagles did exactly that. They rose to the occasion, led by their veteran quarterback coming off an injury, Cash Kelso, Kelso. a storybook ending. I mean, man, it just does not get 
any better than this under the Friday Night Lights. I totally agree. I can, sir. I could not have said that better myself. And again, what a great finish! And you said it right there. Overtime, everything's on the line. You, what do you have left in the tank? Yes. Can you can you overcome? The defense stepped up, got that fumble. And mind you, uh, Golden's fumble could have been recovered by the uh, Warriors. They would have been that much closer to the end zone. Right. Because he fumbled forward. Right. But lo and, behold, lo and behold, the defense of the Eagles grabbed that ball and got it back to their defender. And I uh, got back to their offense. And yes, Kelso sir. punched it in. And I think they finally broke their uh, their prayer. And looks, I believe we have a Coach Lane sighting, sir. Well, I just got a word that they're coming. <laughs> So that's excellent news. And as you mentioned it uh, here just a moment ago, how much do you have left in the tank? You know, games like this, when it goes back to your two-a-day practice, well, they cut yeah. out two-a-day practice, but just you're practicing in the, uh, in, the, in, the, in the summer, in the, in Texas, in the heat, you know, just, just working hard and just waiting for that moment, you know, in the game to see, okay, who's going to fold, either you or your opponent? You know, your opponent's tired. You tired? Are you going to show weakness? You know, are you going to put under pressure? Exactly. Who's going to blink? We saw it here first. The Rose Hill Eagles did the opposite of that. They rose to the occasion. These guys did an excellent job here in this ball game as they won by the score of thirteen to seven. As it appears well, that folks, we, I'm about to say for your listening pleasure, it looks like <laughs> we have two for one. We have two hundred victory coach Lane coming this way, and we have the game winning quarterback. Yes, sir. Excuse me, Cash Kelso. <clears throat> I mean, off his uh, his uh, game debut this season. Absolutely, as he is so coming in. We're going to turn this over. I guess we'll turn this over to uh, Cash Coso. We're finished with Mr. Two Hundred yes, Victory himself, Coach Lane. So, so, so yes, sir. So I'll, I'll go ahead and do this one. So the man of the hour, Cash uh, Kelso, as we're going to get him uh, mic'd up. The senior number eleven, Cash Kelso. How you doing, sir? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Oh man, I'm doing excellent, man. So it's just a, this is just an amazing ball game. You're coming off your 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 injury. It's an amazing ball game. The guy, the coach, put you in in the third quarter. So man, just just take us through this game. So what does it feel for you to get this win here in this game? We've been fighting Woodlands since 11, man. Haven't beat them yet, and uh, we just came out saying we're gonna win. We're gonna win. Um, and Cameron came out and drove downfield. Yes, sir. Every drive. And pushed us and pushed us, and Vontae with a huge touchdown in the first half. And our defense just stopped everything. They kept pushing. Kept yes, pushing. sir, they did. They uh, did. No passes completed for them. So, um, huge congrats to our defense on that. And we're just, uh, just pushed it in the end zone. Absolutely. Now, when you when when the when the coach put you uh, put you in there in the second half, uh, how, how did it feel uh, first being uh, first being back after missing about three or four games coming off an injury? Did you feel a little rusty a little bit? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I was a bit nervous. You know, right. This is my first time doing contact all year, so I had butterflies going on my stomach. But uh, just something told me just have confidence, have confidence, and push the team so absolutely well you show great confidence and you show great poise for uh for the rose hill eagles i mean this is definitely a storybook ending uh for you guys um and definitely a storybook ending for you you know coming back off an injury and not only winning this game but getting the touchdown win in this ball game i know this had to be a sweet sweet feeling for you and for your team oh yeah for sure it was one of the coolest feelings i've had my whole high school career and any sport 
It was just it was such an awesome experience with the team. So for you as a player, after you guys getting a hard fall victory in this game, what is next for you guys moving forward? Um, just get better. You can always get better and um uh, just push every week no matter what. Um score zero zero every game. You never know what can happen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, great job, sir. A great win on tonight. Uh, as the Rose Hill Eagles are victorious by the score of 13-7. to I believe your coach was here as well. We're going to try to get him uh, mic'd up as well, as this was an excellent, excellent win uh, for you guys. So thank you, uh, Mr. Cass Kelso, definitely for joining us for our postgame uh, show. And we're going to try to see if we can get uh, the head coach, Coach Lane, mic'd up as well. As Rose Hill Eagles are victorious by the score of 13-7. to Coach Lane, how are you doing, sir? Good, good. Thank you all so much for um, just covering us, giving us coverage, and, you know, Friday night football special. And I was just thinking when when we had uh, the overtime, this is about my fourth overtime over the years, and I was <laughs> saying, well, gosh, we had never lost an overtime game. I don't want to start tonight. Absolutely, and absolutely. And, and, I, and I got word at the end of this ball game that this was the 200th win for you as a head coach here. So, what is that? What What is that feeling for you like? That just means I'm really old and I've coached a long time. <laughs> um, what it means is that I've just been fortunate to work with alongside some really awesome assistant coaches and in some fine schools uh, with some really fine players through the year. God's through the years, God's blessed me, and I'm just um, just so appreciative of the effort that those kids have given over this. Now, 29th year as a head football coach. Yes, sir. And as we heard it, as we heard it from your quarterback, Cash Kelso, you guys have been battling back and forth with the Woodlands for quite some time now. So, what did it feel like to finally put, to finally get a victory in this ball game against the Woodlands? Well, the Woodlands, uh, you know, we kind of proclaimed them to be our rival, and um, you know, I heard I heard uh, someone say once, "It's not a rivalry if the other team doesn't win every once in a while." So, this was a big win for our program is we'd never beaten them in either level of uh, football, six-man or 11-man. So that, that that's a great uh, great win for us, great confidence builder for our kids. But you know what? It's just the fourth game of the season, and we've got to stay focused on getting a little bit better. We've got to find some continuity offensively. Uh, you know, we lost John Ragusa last week. What a right. great kid. Uh, just one of the best I've ever coached in terms of the kind of kid that you would hope that your daughter would marry one day. I mean, just that kind of young man. Right. Um, I, I tell you, and I share this story, and I know we're probably running out of time, but when, he, no, was, no, you're when good. he was injured the other night or the other afternoon, one of the officials was standing close, and John looked up and smiled at him. And that official checked on him Saturday after the game, Sunday, Monday, and came to his surgery. Wow. So he touched wow. an official heart with his spirit with his demeanor with uh just his spirit and uh you know that's what makes what we do as coaches you know very special the fact that not only uh do you have a chance to compete but you also get to see boys become men and uh that's what we're really proud of and and speaking of that uh my partner uh, mr kendall kyle told me right after the game that you're a leader of this of these men, not only on the football field but off the football field as well. And I definitely saw that represented uh, in this ball game. So to know that that you're a leader of this man, that's got to be really special for you. 
Well, you know, I'm just blessed to, uh, you know, I've coached in seven different high schools and, you know, uh, maybe if I can't hold a job, I don't know. Um, but I think what it, <laughs> what it really is, is, you know, some people cause or call people to be uh, missionaries in, in foreign countries. And I look at what we do as kind of a mission field Absolutely. and uh, having the opportunity to do it. And, and, you know, you look at Christian schools and, you know, we still have the same struggles or same temptations. Our young men are still tempted by the same things. That the only difference is we can freely speak about Jesus every day yes, and sir. can put that out there for them. So we're just blessed, you know, to have that opportunity. Yes, sir. And Dr. Mike Prince told me to tell you congratulations uh, on this victory as well. He definitely wanted me to uh, uh, to tell you congratulations on your 200th victory. And you guys will be back in action here next week for your homecoming against uh, Lutheran North. So what are you expecting to see in that ball game? Well, they're a very athletic uh, football team. We've still, we we exchange film, um, and I haven't looked at any of the films, so I don't I don't know. I wouldn't look ahead, um, you know, just because I'm not smart enough to. Uh, focus on two teams at one time, but you know they're a good football team. They were uh, we had a really close ball game with them last year. Had an opportunity at the very end, ran out of timeouts and just ran out of time. But, yes, sir. You know, basically um, we were able uh, to be very competitive with them last year, and you know, I hope hopefully um, we'll be able to do the same thing this year. And you know, the fact that uh, you come off a a very, very uh, emotional win like tonight. You hope that that uh, will be something that the kids can build on and go forward with. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, Coach, I, I know you're exhausted, so we're going to let you get up out of here. We definitely appreciate you uh, joining us here on the Open Mic Broadcast Network. Again, congratulations on your 200 win. Congratulations on the overtime win here against uh, excuse me, against the Woodlands here in this ball game. Thank you so much Thank for joining us. Thank you so coach. much. Thanks for the job you guys did. Thank you so much. Thank you. The Rose Hill Eagles victorious by the score of thirteen to seven against the Warriors of the Woodlands Christian School. Andre Davis alongside Mr. Kendall Cobb. That was an excellent, excellent win by the Eagles. Excellent job by the coach. Excellent job by Kelso. Just a storybook ending for these. It guys. really was, and excellent interview by you. I mean, this is you touched on a lot of key points that need to be addressed, such as uh, what Coach Lane brings to uh, these young men and brings to the schools he's coached. And not to mention, I mean, again, we're talking about redemption here. We're talking about Kelso being injured, couldn't even start the season. He was last year's starting quarterback. He couldn't even start the season right. due to his injury. Yet he comes in. This is his first game back. He scores a game-winning touchdown against a team they've never beat ever. It's, 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 it's unbelievable. It's so, I mean, this, you can't get – you can't – again, storybook ending is the operative term. And, again, I mean, and then to boot, that's Coach Lane's 200th victory. It's, I mean, it's unbelievable. My and, goodness, this and, is just blessing on top of blessing. So, again. And speaking of victories, I keep getting more more accurate, uh, just more and more stats by the minute, as I just received word that in his 29-year 20, career, he averages seven wins per season. Mm. I mean, just unbelievable. Awesome. And that, that's, that is very good. That's, that's equivalent to having a 10-win uh, college career. You know, that, that, that's, that's big. Seven, usually you play about 10 games in, in high school, so he averages seven wins a year. That's awesome. Yes, sir. And that's at different levels and different locations. Again, he comes in with his staff and sets up a, a program, and the kids buy into it. I mean, again, he's a leader of men. He, they buy into the vision of what he's, what he's uh, 
incorporating, and lo and behold, it pays dividends. This isn't just, you know, isn't just him coming in with some, you know, harebrained idea. It actually comes in and he, he nets results. Yes, sir. And changes lives. So, I mean, I, I, I can't get better. You cannot get a better setting than you had tonight. Looking forward to next week. Work with you. God willing, come for homecoming. Absolutely. Uh, and, again, way to go, Rose Hill. Uh, sorry here uh, with uh, uh, John Ragusa's injury. Uh, but so glad that the team was able to step up on his behalf. Again, he did. He was ruled out at the beginning of the game as a captain. So I was very uh, honorable on the coaching staff part to name him uh, honorary captain in this case. And lo and behold, they pulled out the victory. So it's, it's just yes, a great sir. night. Yes, sir. Well, the Eagles will advance their record to 3-1 and one on the season after a 13-7 to seven vict- overtime victory by the Rose Hill Eagles against the Warriors of the Woodlands. Christian High School here from Tomball, Texas. Thank you all so much for listening to Eagles football. And again, as he mentioned, we will be in action next week on October 6th as the Rose Hill Eagles will take on Lutheran North for their homecoming game. And we will be here to give you all the play-by-play and color commentary action by yours truly, Andre Davis, and Mr. Kendall Cobb right here on the Open Mic Broadcast Network. Yes, sir. Well, Mr. Andre, I have a question for you, sir. Yes, sir. Will you be bringing your lovely assistant with you next week? If, if she's available, <laughs> if she's available to come, she was if she was an excellent uh, for me today. It's always good to have uh, Miss Jordan Johnson uh, by my side for my support as she supports me throughout my uh the start of my broadcasting career she did the same thing uh last semester when i started out with obn radio for waller uh, for waller basketball and she's doing the same thing here for rose hill football so i'm forever grateful for her for the support that she's given me so far here uh, throughout my broadcasting career sounds like you got the right one sir so yes sir that. yes right. sir absolutely and on that note and on, we can close out absolutely we will close out on that note eagles improved their record to three and one on the season after a 13 to 7 overtime victory against the warriors of the woodlands thank you all so much for tuning in i am andre davis for my partner mr kendall cobb you have been listening to eagles football right here on the open mic broadcast network and we will see you next time thank you